I think I'm looking at a big ass roach. And then that shit go, and its wings start going. You might have saw it as like a, a, a hissing roach. A cicadia or something. Uh, so what? I thought that's what the cheese and the tortillas. Wait, what are the things? Because my, my nah, dad. You don't hear Ed over here. I ignored him as I try to do when he says things like that. <laughs> he thought that was what? Cheese. <laughs> and the tortillas. Like, isn't that the same thing? Fam. Ed like, is so mad that Blockhead shut down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so mad. No worry, I'm Feel your ambiance. Come, come, let me show you some. Curves like Humpty Dumpty does make you wanna buzz. So the time we got, show me I'm the one. Yeah. Hey, man. What's up? I'm home. Yeah. In Took a whole month. House. Almost didn't make it in today. Got stuck in Atlanta for a few hours because the pilots decided that they've had enough of this malarkey. Yeah, I wasn't sure if I said that on Patreon or did we say it on the episode? What? When I snitched on the Delta pilots when I got the little intel. Was I on someone else's podcast? I feel like I said that publicly somewhere. Probably. Maybe it was in a session. Probably. All I know is they're lying to you. They're not understaffed. These pilots are they want more money. on strike right now, and they're purposely going over their hours so your flight gets canceled. So good fucking luck traveling. Yeah. It's a shit show out there in Atlanta. Um, beautiful city. Love Atlanta. Had a good time down there. Mm. Went down there, hung out with the guys. Uh, shot, shot a, I shot bet a you video. did hang out with the guys in Atlanta. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh-huh. See, we could get canceled if I really wanted to run with this joke. We would get canceled, but I'm not going to do that. No, thank you. <laughs> it's uh, Is it the first? It's the first, right? Yeah. Oh, Pride no, Month is tomorrow. over. Tomorrow is the first. Oh, so it's Pride so Month. I can be... still accept a flower from yes. a guy. It's Pride Month. Happy... Wait, that's the only month you could accept flowers from? Yeah. From a man, happy Pride Month, Rory. Thank I you. Went to a, I went to a Pride event, um, and I had a, a beautiful time. Did you? I did see you was getting a little active over at the, the yeah, Pride Month. Man, my gay side came out. I was Damaris like, had the sickest Instagram post I've seen in a long time. I'm, I'm laughing because she said her gay side came. That's your side. <laughs> yeah, it's not a side. That's just who you are. Can I just say that I really, really, really missed you guys? Did like, you? I, oh, come on. I tell really me more. <laughs> I, I really did. I really did. Like, I, I was I was losing it. I was losing my mind without y'all here. Especially Eden. I didn't realize how much I rely on Eden to, like, do my job for me and... Like, listen to my stories and listen to my bullshit. Mm. And then for y'all to tell me, like, I was tripping and stuff like that. Like, I really missed you guys. I missed y'all a lot. Eden was the, the positive beam of light in uh, in Mexico. He, he was the translator. Well, he was the brightest one. He, he was the translator. He was the, most, he was the most Spanish one. Yeah. Um, But no, he was the positive beam of light when all the dogs started barking. Y'all room, for some reason, was soundproof. Mine caught every last 75 dogs, wild dogs that was in Mexico. Yeah. And would not stop barking. Can you hear that, Eden? This episode is being uh, noised by Monogram. Okay. All right. So this has been all over the place. We were kicked out of our studio. Basley shit all over the floor, even though she didn't. Um, so we're now in my house. <laughs> Basley got us kicked out. And we'll probably be here for the remainder of the month. Um, Actually, we might be here for the remainder of the year. I'm with that. Are you? To never leave my... Are you fucking crazy? He's definitely with that because I would be with that. <laughs> To, to never, never leave, leave my house to record right here, I would love that. I would, yeah. If if it was my house, I would love it too. Uh, and bleep this, Eden, but leave it in, but just put a bleep. You know what I'm saying? In case I can't you, wait till we reveal that news. In, ca- in case you didn't know that. That news. Please just add, yeah, yeah. mad all edits that, already. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cut all of that out. Anyways, we're gonna lose uh Damaris to her. Wanting to be a thought for 
July 4th weekend. She has a train to catch, but I do want to talk about this Giveon album with her before. So this is going to be all over the place. Sorry. So y'all talk about the Giveon album. I'm going to roll up and then I'm going to join y'all at the end of the Giveon conversation. Did you not listen to? Of course I did. Are you kidding me? I sound like Giveon in the shower. Your voice not that deep. So does Chris Brown on the intro of his album. Um, (laughs) All right, now you got to go back to L.A. Be careful what you say about Chris. Yo, no, checking I, it with Chris I, Brown wait. is sick. <laughs> Any fruit town? <laughs> no, I'm not dissing Chris Brown. I think I'm dissing Giveon because he became Giveon very fucking easily on that intro. That made me look all right. And you, y'all know I'm a, a huge Giveon fan. Between the BT Awards live performance and then Chris Brown on that intro, I used to think Giveon had like the most unique voice ever. I, I'm familiar with Pro Tools. I didn't Yo, know you the, could just throw on the Giveon filter. Do y'all remember? Do y'all remember the guy that used to sing Chocolate Rain on YouTube? Of course, yeah, yeah. That's, That's Giveon. Taste Sunday. What? That's not Giveon. Taste Sunday. Taste Sunday. Oh, Taste Sunday. Yes. That's Giveon. That is not Giveon. Giveon is the, the chocolate. Tones are not even remotely close. I'm aware of the. Yeah, I know. Chocolate That's Rain. Chocolate Rain. Yeah. Giveon is Chocolate Rain. With a little more, you know, a little more PR work. Like, yeah. <laughs> just a bit. They, yeah, they polished him a little bit, but he's he's Taste Sunday, right? I think they were singing about different heartbreaks. They were. They absolutely. They they, def, <laughs> they definitely were. Giveon said. Maybe that joke went over your head. I don't know. Um, Giveon said, I'm done because I always get hurt. Won't be here for long. Yo. She falling for that. Listen. <laughs> Look what she falling for. <laughs> you still falling for when a dude say that listen, type shit? Giveon was on that whole fucking album lying he his said, ass but off. If you're, listen. Listen. Okay. He said, won't be here for long. Baby, you can hate me if you want, but now I got to put myself first. We can kiss. We can touch and do it often. But if you're here looking for love, that's when you lost me. All right. I'm trying to figure out how I've been saying that for years and they've been calling me a piece of shit. Of course. I've been saying Any, that for years. Anytime oh, you're a piece of stuff. shit and you have to put yourself yeah, first. Yeah, like I'm a piece of shit because I, I I don't see myself falling in love. That's not what I'm here for. Oh, you're selfish, self-centered. Giveon says, he's like, oh my God, he's so special. Um, What? Nah, he ain't a piece of shit. I like pieces of shit though. Giveon's like a piece them. of shit. Giveon's definitely a piece of shit. He's well, you shit. like Maul and I, so yeah. Yeah. Pieces. I love pieces of shit. And I think Ed's a piece of shit, too. He just, he's he's way better at it's hiding just, it He's us. shiny. He's like yeah. solid. He's like, shiny. Shiny. Yeah, like they ate their fiber. He's a, like a, a nice piece of shit. Shiny. Y'all are like watery shit. He's a, I'm not watery. Don't disrespect. He's a Hawaiian Bruno I'm Mars. Huh? Huh? Oh. So yes, Giveon. Giveon Bruno Mars is shiny. Uh, I don't know what to tell y'all. He's very shiny. Good <laughs> hair. Just, good just teeth. His, he's very lotion. That's that. See, you can't just put that on Bruno. He just does coke. We know he looks like the connect. He looks like Lulu from Pain and Full. We know. But <laughs> I don't think it's a debate. I, th- I think we all know. I think he may have told us. <laughs> yeah. He may have told There's us. There's a couple There's albums. A, yeah, right, like, absolutely. Like, okay, so y'all talking about the Giveon album. He would smoke the weekend. Because Damaris has to leave and I'm going to roll up and then I'm going to join Rory for the um, Giveon breakdown. All right. I love I don't. I don't know where I want to approach this Giveon breakdown as a 32-year-old man. Because a lot of shit, I still live by the man code. I still live by the man code. Uh, and the game, we always fuck it up, but the game is to be sold, not to be told, whatever the fuck Slim Thug told us. Um, so Slim Thug, good shout guy, Slim man. Thug. Met him at the BET Awards. Great guy. I don't know how to approach this. How old is how old is uh, Giveon and where is Giveon from? I need that information real quick. Uh, I believe Giveon is from California. Okay. Uh, Giveon is 27. Yes. Oh, wait, he's getting this off at 27? Shit, he at least 30. 
Yeah. No. <laughs> Industry age. Give y'all give y'all might be my That's age. Movie call back yeah. if you guys know. Yeah, at least that thirty. Is, right I, in yeah, the sure. Shamela, yes. Oh, so you're from San Diego? Um, <laughs> San Bernardino. <laughs> Stop. Rancho Cucamonga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't go to West Texas. So <laughs> this is gonna sound like Giveon Hate. All right, Giveon went about this the best way he should have. I just don't know how long we can get these bars off anymore. It's becoming too redundant. Mm. He got caught by by Justine. Number one, you can't get this album off with a Brooklyn chick. Mm-hmm. That's why I asked where he was from. Because if I try to get these bars off to any chick from East Flatbush, Roy, you've been I'm getting smacked in my face. Fucking longest. I know, and I got smacked on Linden. <laughs> Listen. How long can we get off? I had this conversation with my therapist recently. Mm-hmm. At what point are we going to stop with this therapy bullshit? Which is a funny thing to say to your therapist. And I was, when I was listening to the Giveon album, that's all I kept thinking. Not a personal shot at Giveon. He's probably still working through his shit. He got caught cheating. He did every right move. Bring in God, bring in your mother, your grandmother to say they're proud of you mm-hmm. and say you were never loved as a child so you can't love her and now it's time to let me go because I'm a piece of shit to try to grab some sympathy from the girl to make her think, oh God, he's such a tortured soul. Maybe I should get him back. Fire, that's the type of R&B I want. Giveon, I fucking love your album. It's incredible. But I had to talk to my therapist and say, when are we going to cut this therapy bullshit? At what point is not being from a loving household an excuse anymore? (laughs) Hmm. At what fucking point is this therapy shit that we keep talking not an excuse? I mean, it's not an excuse, it's, but it's the truth. It's because a- my shitty behavior is still affecting people. It doesn't matter where it's rooted. It's still affecting people. So if I come in and be like, hey, okay, I was never loved. My household never taught me how to love. I was abused. All things that could be a fact. <laughs> you think the victims of that in relationships with me are like, oh, it's okay now. <laughs> No, but and the whole Giveon album because I've seen now with music take the same approach that the trendy mental health shit is that we talk about all the time. And I know it's gonna start sounding like it's shitting on Giveon, and it's not because I really like that album and he did everything he was supposed to do. He even had his mom come on the intro and say, "Baby, you've made mistakes." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Oh, Giveon is ill." <laughs> what can Justine say now? No, but, Giveon killed that though. No, that no, the album is incredible. Yeah. Giveon has not missed, and we, we're going to have to have like a real conversation about him in the R&B spectrum, yeah. for real. Like so. he is, He's different. Um, but it did spark my mind. Is that At what point do we have to cut the bullshit on a lot of this therapy stuff? It's, a, it's becoming a crutch. As someone that is very pro-therapy and very pro-mental health, I've, a lot of us are using that shit as a fucking excuse. Yeah, y'all are. Even if it's, even if it's the truth. Let's say it's the truth. All right, cool. I'm aware now that I'm a piece of shit. So I'm just going to keep being a, a piece of shit well, Roy, <laughs> because my mother never loved you're me. You're talking from 32. Giving out just... He's 27. He just turned 27. He just turned... <laughs> <laughs> we got to cut this out. I ain't going to let y'all keep getting off that he's 27. We're not going to keep doing that. That nigga 41 years old, man. Give me on my age. He's a year older than me, matter of fact. <laughs> For sure. I know when a nigga year older than me. I can see it. And let's not make it uh, gender specific. There's plenty of women that I know have had 
awful upbringings, awful uh, relationships in their early 20s and are not bad people. But when it comes to being a partner, are pieces of shit. That's a fact. And I can fully understand where it comes from, where it's rooted from. But at what point, where do we draw the line that that behavior can't really continue? I mean, it's, 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 it's like this. It, it's not an excuse because, yes, you've been through things. You weren't loved. You've been through trauma in the household growing up. Yes, we understand that. But it's your duty as an adult to identify those things that affect your adulthood and correct it and, you know, and move forward. So I respect Giveon for if that is what happened. Which I'm assuming I don't think his mom and grandma would would lie on his album for him. Well, no, they didn't say he was abused. They actually said he was a really good person, and he is not his mistakes. Okay, um, so 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 they understand that he has. They understand and that, that they are very proud. Yeah, Justine can't get mad when grandma is like, no, no, you can't. You can't. you are amazing. You yeah. Yes, I you can. All- yes, I can. I get mad at you and your mother because your mother around there like you know you're not a perfect this person this this and that was his dad in his life. You should have made sure his dad was in his fucking life so I ain't have to deal with all this bullshit that Well, we don't about. know his mother's trauma that then added in with well, his father. Well, Patrice, not being you should have dealt with the fuck you needed to do so I don't got to deal with your raggedy ass Why is, is Giveon's mother's name Patrice? And I actually believe that it probably is. <laughs> That's not- Because she named him Giveon and he can sing like that. Her name is probably Patrice. <laughs> but- Her name is not Patrice. That is that is the name of one of Damaris's ex's moms <laughs> who she is still... Who she is still Healing from that relationship. I'm not healing from and a ready to put thing. hands on Patrice because her not, son ain't shit. I'm not healing from a motherfucking thing. Um, but yeah, no, but but Giveon, um, you know, uh, he's one of those, he's one of those artists. I think that you know is now evolving into. He's trying to reach that next level of his career. We know he's talented. We know he can sing. He can obviously put out great albums. I think now he's about to give us more personal. This album was personal as, as that's what I'm saying. So I think regard. he's entering that phase. Um. But as far as you saying how long are we gonna be be able to use that as an excuse? I mean, some excuses don't expire, <sighs> and I think that no, they, the excuse they have, of me growing up in trauma to. doesn't expire. I think Rory's speaking from a very uh, privileged place because he's been healing for so long. No, 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 so no, no, no. So I think you're like, well, I'm like forty five percent healed now. So y'all need I, to like catch up, mustard. No, no, no. I'm I'm zero percent healed. Buster is funny. Um, I'm zero percent. They ain't catch my. They ain't catch my. I gotta go. But explain yourself. Get out. Give you on. (laughs) (laughs) No, get on your flight. Damaris is leaving us. Go see. Go see Patrice and and her son. (laughs) Damaris has to leave now. Let me. Damaris almost, has to leave spit, now. <laughs> spit this fucking wine up. Damaris is leaving I'm going us. With, I'm going to help my mother. Yes, no. Sick, but no, listen. Oh, I'm prayers sorry, and, and yeah. prayers right, and hope you'd have to, to take mom, it there. Mama love. I'm sorry. Now I feel like shit. Yeah, no, send, send her our love and I'll get well soon, mama love. For I sure. will. No problem. I love you guys. I'll be back next episode. All right, peace. Um, to Damaris's point, no, I'm not speaking from a Did place. Did we tell them why we were recording so late? Did we tell them that already? Well, we'll get to because okay. I want to get into your entire land experience. Okay. We wanted to get right to the uh, Giveon shit because Damaris wanted to talk yes, about. Yes, Maul is a woman yes, now. Yes, yes. He's got the hips. No surgery needed. Yes. Why he said wow like that? I don't know. <laughs> I have no. I have no idea. Uh, but to close this conversation, that I think could be four hours if we wanted it to be. It could. I'm not speaking from that place. I'm speaking from someone that has been in therapy for so long, not in a healed place, from a different perspective place of, we keep 
doing these deep dives into every last bit of my psyche and let's say Giveon's psyche after being caught cheating and Damaris fell down the, Damaris fell down the steps now. Damaris broke her leg now. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I was talking with my therapist. I'm like, wait, we're doing all this complex thinking. All we talking about is me fucking other bitches. (laughs) So like sometimes when you strip it down, yes, Mm -hmm. of course, there's a reason for everything. There's a root for everything. Why it happens, why your behavior is that way, whether it's an insecurity, whether it's a a void that needs to be filled, uh, whether it's validation you need that you never got as a kid. I could break down every last therapy thing you could think of. Right. Mm -hmm. But sometimes... Mm -hmm. You have to not look at this shit from a 2022 perspective and look at it from a 1942 perspective when people had to fucking survive. That's true. At the end of the day, we talk about fucking bitches. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we still have to speak. <laughs> yeah. like, granted, it's a rooted thing, but sometimes we put too much sauce on, he probably just wanted to fuck that bitch. I'm not talking about Giveon, but right. just in general. Yeah. Like, it's not that serious. And I think we, we are, as someone, again, that is fully with therapy all that shit just sometimes we gotta cut the bullshit yeah I mean we we know that people use that therapy uh, that's like the breaking case of emergency but yeah. when you go to mental health and childhood and, and, trauma and not growing up in a house of love not knowing how to love it's a lot of things that I have all that yeah sometimes I wanted to fuck a bitch I know absolutely it's, it's a <laughs> It's a like, lot of things. I, pr- I promise you, sometimes it had Listen, nothing to do with my childhood. Absolutely. Most times it had nothing to do with my childhood. Like, there's things that you just learn, even if you, it wasn't in your household. Like, growing up, you just learn certain things and you pick up certain things from, you know, being outside and being in different households, friends' households or whatever. Right. So, I mean, we all know. And then it always comes back to we all are able, unless you have a mental, you know, sure. block. You, we all know right from wrong. Mm-hmm. That's just a human... You know when you're doing something that's wrong. You know that. Like, there's not, like, no man has ever cheated and didn't know he was doing something wrong. That's just stupid. Like, you know that you're cheating. You know your girlfriend or your wife would not like this. This would hurt her. This is wrong. You shouldn't be doing this. You know that. And sometimes things are, yo, I got really famous really fast and a bunch of women now have access to me and love me and will want to fuck me no matter what. Yeah. Like so, sometimes, sometimes things aren't as deeply rooted as we make them seem. It's not, and 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 even and I'm and I'll go a step further. Even if you don't have, like, say you didn't, you grew up in a single parent house, mm. which most people in my community and in my culture have, unfortunately. Mm. Like you still pick up on things, even though you didn't have them as a kid and you didn't see them. Like you still just picked up on it. Like, okay, this is what a man is supposed to do. Even though I didn't have a man present in my household growing up, like most guys, it's like, oh, but you know that the man is supposed to do this to me because you, you you meet these figures somewhere else in life, whether it's a high school teacher, yeah. coach, uh, you know, you just understand, uncles. you see how, uncles, yeah, you see how men are supposed to move and handle Older themselves. Cousins, so yeah, yeah, so you just know right from wrong. But that's not to say that it hasn't affected you and now you don't really understand because you didn't have a lot of examples as far as love and relationships growing up that you do things in relationships sometimes that's like, all right, that was wrong. You got to learn on the cuff. Like relationships, you learn on the cuff a lot of the times, but you still know cheating is cheating and cheating is wrong. That you can't, you can't attach that to mental health. No, I'm sorry. And and, and even if you can, let's use Giveon, unfortunately, just because his album came out and it was very personal. He probably met 
Justine and said, yeah, I really love this woman and want to be with her. But I also just got famous and I sing R&B and, yeah, and I have these bitches in my DMs. And crazy. Yeah, and by that. the way, I, I would be totally fine with every last woman saying that sucker shit. That's corny. Right. Like what type of, like, come on, what type of man are you? Like you I just, mean, these group, I would, that's all valid. You know what I but think it is too? It's also the truth in regards to 99% of us men at a young age that get that type of access to shit. It does not make it okay. But Giveon can get on that album and be like, yo, I love you, but hey, these, he even said on the album, which I thought was a really honest bar that I don't think women want to hear. He said, all these chicks was totally comfortable being, uh, being number two. Mm-hmm. And I told them how much I loved you. Yeah. Listen. They knew how much they was comfortable being number two. Listen. And that's a hard bar for, for a woman brain to understand. Well, let me not even make it g- gender specific because there's plenty of women doing the same thing. Yeah. For, for some people that don't understand that perspective, that sounds like the most insane shit in the world. But to other people, that sounds like, yeah, that's the world. There's mm-hmm. plenty of people, let's not even say women, there's plenty of men that are cool being number two. Right. Yeah, they was fine being number two, and I said how much I loved you. Which sounds insane when your partner hears that. It does, yeah. <laughs> Very much so. But it's, it, listen, we, we know... The relationships that we see these days are very either short-lived, very transactional. Uh, for sure. <laughs> or it's like an agreement that was reached. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, I love you. <laughs> you're, you're the one for me, but, but. I'm hot. Mm. Like, I'm lit out here. Which could be deemed as corny, and I get it. Yeah, but, but like- it's still realistic. <laughs> yeah, like, I ain't going to listen. I'm not going to give nobody else a baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, it-, it these are unspoken But I got to get this off. I'm hot. I'm hot. Let me get this off. Let me... But I promise you, I'm not going to give a woman a family. Mm. I'm not going to give her, you know, a house and home. I'm not yeah. going to do that. You you get that. But I got to have fun. I got to shake. I got to shake my ass, man. Like, that, I mean... I it come down to that. At 20... Listen, at 27, you an I've, R&B star. Okay, I've seen Giveon in concert twice. He didn't shake his ass once. Well, no, not shake my ass like that. <laughs> I'm Meaning, like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be around some ladies. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, listen, I, I love you, but you know, like, damn, I'm 27, I'm lit, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, the ladies think I'm handsome, you know, like I got money, I'm in good health, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, come on, like, let me get my, let me get my shit off for a couple years, but I promise you, when it's time to be like, all right, it's family time, you the one that's gonna have you. We gonna have a family. I just wonder if after Giveon asked his grandmother and mother to be on the album and, and do interludes and all that shit, when they heard like the final mix. Grandma uh, definitely said, yo, turn my vocals up. Like I'm too like No, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm talking about when they heard the content of Oh, they know he was putting it there on that song. Wait, <laughs> you said you wasn't in a loving household. <laughs> Why am I on this fucking interlude? <laughs> you know who I know had that conversation with their son? Who? Mama Combs. When Puff said he had 14 roaches on his face. Oh, my God. I know Mama Combs lit in the Puff ass that night when she heard that. I know Mama Combs called Puff like, I know good and goddamn well you ain't get out here and tell these people you have 14 roaches on your face. (laughs) If I ever sat somewhere, I moved you you to Mount Vernon. (laughs) 
And not not the side of Mount Vernon that's closer to the Bronx. No, 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 no. The good side. <laughs> you was on the Westchester yeah. side. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Like, yo, that so so when you say that, like, because that's something that we do, and we like our parents ain't gonna never hear what we really doing. No, that's, that's why like I that. can't lie on this podcast because my mother listens to it all the time. If I pretended to get it out the mud, oh yeah, my no. mom would be on Facebook, bro, with listen. the wildest posts, listen, bro. I, I have. He I had have, a meal every night, fam. I can never. That's what I'm saying. I can never say that. I can never say that my struggle was so crazy. It's like no, man. First of all, no, we, we all struggle in some regards, but right. in, in comparison to other people, no, yeah, I did no, not struggle I didn't at struggle. all. I, I thought. Listen, I thought crying because I didn't get that. You know. Million Dollar Man action figure uh, as a kid. I thought that was the most heartbreaking <laughs> shit ever. I didn't think my mom loved me when I opened that box and didn't see uh, Ted DiBiase. But what did you see instead? I think she got me like uh, the generic Hulk Hogan and Macho Man. Mm, but it's like nah, I like Ted DiBiase. Like I got a Million Dollar Man. But um, I just know I got my first my first apartment by myself. I was twenty. Oh, okay, and. I let this was on a nasty block on Bergen Avenue, nasty. And I left, I left mad duck sauce, soy sauce, everything in that drawer that you just shouldn't leave. Batteries, everything, right? <laughs> Markers. It's always batteries. I, and hot I, sauce. I cut the lights on. There wasn't even fourteen roaches. <laughs> there was like four or five, and they scurried. And they wasn't on your face, like yo, see, fourteen roaches listen, on your face you know is fucking hysterical. Listen, and, and and congratulations to Puff on winning a lifetime achievement award and getting Woo. fourteen roaches off your face. That yeah. is a life. That is a lifetime that was achievement. The lifetime. They should have gave him the first lifetime I, like, achievement. All about the Benjamins is great, yeah. but it's all about fourteen the roaches. roaches. Today. Yeah, like like so. I know Mama Combs. She heard that, and I know. I know Mama Combs cursed Puff out. I know she did. Like, nigga, is you crazy? Four, you told them people you had 14 roaches on your face? Yeah, but that's got to be the, the the rapper shit. You got to get it out the money. Yeah, you got to. But you don't. Exaggerate it a little bit. Like, who made it? Yo, it's okay to not come from struggle. Y'all know that, right? Of course it's okay. Yeah. yeah. So like, then no, that's stop. that's that's the goal. Yeah, but we got to stop acting like <laughs> For we For our all, kids not to come but, up with the Yeah, struggle. but a lot of us didn't come from struggle. Like, I can't. I didn't struggle, bro. My mom might have struggled. I didn't feel that shit. I yeah. never felt slighted. Like I well, said, what's your definition of, of struggle? Because I'm sure uh, you define that as not missing a meal or always having clothes the way, same way I do. But I think some environments, no, other Rory. people would be like, okay, you grew up in an environment that might have been a bit crazier than most. So yeah, that it could was be more, a struggle. It was more. It was more. You had to look over your shoulder a bit more. It was than I think more. The average yeah, person. absolutely for sure. It was more. It was more danger. It was more hurdles. It was more obstacles. It was more temptations to get around for sure. Yeah. But because of what I had in in home and in the yes. house, I knew how to maneuver through those things and those situations. I knew not to follow nobody. You know what I'm saying? And that's the that's the see that's the biggest part. A lot of a lot of these dudes is followers. A lot of these people, you know, that grew up in these situations, they they're easily led astray. Well, yeah, that's why you have kids from nice homes that become gang members, and you're like, well, why did you exactly. do that? <laughs> exactly, right? So you know, we you come from struggle, but it's all about what you learning in the home, man. So it's yeah, the environment can be fucked up, but as long as what's in the core and what's being instilled is solid and genuine and 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 love and respect, you're gonna be all right. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna be all right. I mean, but I, Puff listen, didn't have fourteen roaches on his face. I just want to say, what that. about five roaches? No, five. Two? Bro, you if a fly if a fly flies by your ear, why you, you could be dead. So I don't care. You could be tired as fuck. If a fly buzzes by your ear in the middle of the night, you slapping <laughs> at, you slapping the water off the nightstand trying to. But you guys, you guys are asking the wrong questions. What kind of roaches? How did he count? 
How you know it was 14? <laughs> you just asking the wrong question. I ain't gonna lie. That was <laughs> we let how Puff, do you how you count? We let Puff can we find that tweet edit? Yeah. I wanna see how nah, many tweets it got. I think it was a video. It was a video. No, he said it would come. Because oh, Puff oh, has that wait. voice. It wasn't. You know when Puff I gives a speech. I read that though. This is from Complex.com in a recent interview. No, it, was a, it was a video with Vanity Fair. Diddy gave more context to the story about waking up one day with not thirteen, fifteen roaches. Mm. On his oh, face. I had fourteen. Yeah, my, bad, my bad, Puff. I, I shorted you one roach. Yeah, we ain't count the little baby roach. <laughs> <laughs> the baby ones are quicker. Though. Yeah, yeah. You All right, can't the one fifty mark. People recalled. People were like, "How did you know it was 15? <laughs> Somebody asked him that. But now it's just the way. It's the way Puff like gives shit off that you just believe him. His speeches make you want to believe. I believed the 15 roaches when he said it. And then the day passed and I was like, wait, hold wait on. A minute. Yeah. <laughs> you let it sit because you, you do understand like what he was saying. Like it was rough. It yeah. was, you know, turn the lights on in the kitchen, roaches scatter. I s- might see a, a mouse or something. You know how it is. Yeah, I saw, I saw roaches something. growing up, but it took me actually, ironically, going to college to see my first like face to face water bug. Uh, no, 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 no. Roaches. I, I saw roaches growing up. That water bug my freshman year. It was in like, you know, it wasn't an expensive college. The community bathrooms where everyone showered. Literally everyone. Nobody that even went to the school showered. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> Homeless people on Kennedy Boulevard. Everything. Yeah. If, if you could get in, you could shower. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And mind you, I'm in that fucking shower like the second day. And I think I think I'm looking at a big ass roach. I think I'm wa- I'm watching a roach just climb up this nasty ass shower curtain, mm-hmm. and then that shit go, and its wings start going, and that shit flew in my face. I think I ran out into that hallway butt ass naked with soap still on me <laughs> <laughs> for a water bug. At least there weren't fifteen. It was a it was a sassy water bug. It got really angry at oh, me. Oh, it was aggressive. It was get out of here. I was terrified. No, nah, that might not have been a water bug. You might have saw it as like a, a, a hissing rush. Like a cicadia or something. Uh, so what? It was in Jersey City. <laughs> they don't have cicadias. Is that what they call cicadias? I think they're every 17 years. I thought that's what the cheese and the tortillas. Wait, what are the things? Because my, my nah, dad- You don't hear it over here. I ignored him as I try to do when he says things like that. <laughs> he thought that was what? Cheese. <laughs> and the tortillas. Like, isn't that the same thing? Fam, that's Tuesday, all right? <laughs> we, <laughs> it's Thursday. We understand you get excited about Taco Tuesdays. And like, is so mad that Blockhead shut down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> what's this? What's this? Block- <laughs> Blockheads is like <laughs> Blockheads is like the Mexican BBQs. 100 percent No. Yes. BBQs yes. is the Mexican BBQs. That has. Yo. It's only Mexicans in BBQs. Son. Yo, oh. yo Edin is mad that Y'all sleeping on the bulldogs. What was the spot in Harlem that you, Jay and Juan, uh, spent hundred thousand dollars in? <laughs> made in Mexico. Oh, made, made in Mexico. Mexico. Is made in Mexico still open? We always do this local shit on this podcast, but I don't mind. I mean, is Made in Mexico still open yeah, in Harlem? I think open, so, yeah. 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 I think it's still open. It is. Okay. It's not. It's uptown. It's on, it's on, it's on, it's on Dykeman. Yeah. No, there's, Dykeman. there's one in Harlem. No, it's not. Uh, actually, no, yeah. There's 100, a, there's the first made, one was in Harlem. There's a Made in Mexico in Harlem. Where? On 2nd Ave. You're not about to that question me in my... <laughs> that don't count. <laughs> that don't count? 2nd Ave and what? Second, nah, bro. That's 2nd Ave and 111. What are we doing? All of 199 in there. <laughs> what are we doing? 1199 <laughs> going on, crazy in there. We not... All right, Absolutely. So why can't uh, it's made one, in Mexico? It's, it's one block away. It is, but I'm just like, uh, 
That's I didn't even that know. That made in Mexico don't count though. That's the first one. I've never been to that one. Yeah, because I mean, you know, oh, because you, you haven't know. been there, it doesn't it doesn't count. I'm I mean, not saying you, that, you, but it's you like, ain't get a pass. It's cool. That's not the one. It's cool though. if the you should go up, in there. The one is uptown, Dykeman. That's the one to yeah, go. Yeah, that's to. one in Dykeman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm I always sad. went to the one in Harlem. You know, I'm scared of Dominicans. How do we even? Get, <laughs> how do we even get to this? I'm hot. Uh, we were talking about uh, cicadas or whatever they're called. Oh, that's what it oh was. yeah, cicadas, cicadia. Whatever. What, whatever year it was, they should be coming back. You know, what do you mean, like like with a new album? Oh, they hatch every year, like a new album. <laughs> yeah, the they're, they're detox. <laughs> Is it cicadia? Y'all got me saying the wrong word, and I'm sounding fucking stupid, bro. Cicad- don't, no, don't you, you're, you're not. I fucked a bitch stupid. named Zagata. You, you, you <laughs> see how you, he had to do put that? that out there on your platform. Like that? Like, you sure that lady wanted you to do that? Yeah, like, fucked her every seventeen years. Yeah, like, now nah, you're right, cicadas. Yeah, yeah. Cicadas? I said cicadia. No, 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 cicadas. This, yeah, these are right. the ones that hatch every cicadas, seventeen years, right? Cicadas. I don't know that much about cicadas. Oh yeah, yeah, seventeen years. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so this is my other uh, terrifying one and a bug experience. Long. I don't know. I, how, I don't know how that. this. All right. So there's been two traumatizing bug experiences in my life. Mm-hmm. One was freshman year with that water bug. Mm-hmm. This one was 2003, four, I don't know. My dad was, had just moved to Baltimore. So I went to go visit him, and it was the year they hatched. Oh, my God. Oh my God. And they're like, they're like native to Maryland, these things. Yeah. And they hatch, and they like swarm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, summertime, I'm, I'm used to bugs, at least. I don't think bugs are crazy. I did not know that I was going to be covered like... You know, like the people that go in the beehives and shit right, with the right, cover yeah. thing. The moment I get off the bus at whatever Baltimore terminal that mm-hmm. shit is, I am covered with cicadas. The cicadas. I wanted to get right back on Peter Pan and click my heels and go right back. <laughs> I know I'm mixing right up Disney. Up <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Like that's I want to go back to Kansas. Yeah, yeah. I was fu- those things are the size of this red cup. Yeah, and they're like friends though. They're like gang gang. They know each other. No, they're a whole Rico trial. They all move together. <laughs> they do everything together. They murder people together. Those things are fucking terrifying. And it was just that one summer. And it's got to be, I don't know, it was 2003. Let's see. 2004. So 17 years. So the next time, uh, da, 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 da. oh no, We're, we have to wait till 2038. No, then we missed one. Oh, then yeah. We, we missed a leap year. Are they coming back in 2021? They must have oh, came actually, in like no, 2019 were, no, or something. They were set to return in May 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, don't don't fuck with my uh, cicada knowledge. Yeah, you're yeah. right. <laughs> we, say, we say all that to say congrats to Puff. And give you on. And give you on. <laughs> Do we think Justine texted him? Oh, I mean, nah, no. she's she's moved on. She a Brooklyn chick, bro. Yeah, she she ain't buying on. none of that. Because nah. I've tried to get that same game up. You know she I wish, texted I wouldn't have stopped giving you on because the album sounds so great. But if I was in that studio, I would have been like, all right, if this is a way to get her back, I, I'm too, I mean, too versed in Brooklyn women. You're not... She's going to laugh at this. She's actually going to go in her group chat and say, look at this clown. She was like, I heard your little album. No, she a Brooklyn chick. She's going to pretend she never heard it. Mm. And then giggle when the name is brought up. Like, <laughs> y'all still oh, fuck with him? Oh, him? Yeah. <laughs> y'all still fuck with him. <laughs> they definitely try to get that off. Like, you still, y'all still on that? But yeah. I feel like, I feel like Justine, like, she's a, a music connoisseur. I think she appreciated some of it, though. I'm sure she gave it a listen. Mm, I don't think she did. I think their relationship ended kind of, ended kind of bad, didn't it? It wasn't like on a sour note. Yeah, no, that's what the whole album's about. Yeah, that's what he I'm got saying, caught. Like, he got caught cheating in the worst way. Yeah, she had the iCloud. She was watching real time text messages right. while she was texting him. I forgot about that. And he was like, "Oh, I'm chilling at the crib." 
And meanwhile, he texting Shorty like, "Yo, she is not here. Come oh through." Oh my god! <laughs> we got to. So then we got to thank Justine Sky in some way. In the oh, weird we way, we was getting us. We were getting a sad Give You on album, regardless. Nah, but I think that this makes it a little more. Uh, it, it adds. Gives, it adds context. It gives it a little more like emotion. You know what I mean? Because we know that it's it's something that we really saw like mm. un, unfold. So I was like, "Oh, okay, this is what happened," and he's sorry about it, and. I did like them as a couple. I thought that they... Uh, I didn't even know they were dating until that happened. <laughs> yeah. I, you, I, you didn't? No. How? You, you which is, would know. You would, you're supposed to know that. Why? I, which is weird because I love Giveon and I love Justine Sky. Mm-hmm. I had no fucking idea. Oh, wow. It was coming out of the pandemic. I wasn't... I was worried about my own relationship falling Yo, apart. Yo, one day we're going to have a... <laughs> we got to have a real conversation about the pandemic dating. Or or, I, I, or the yo, pandemic endings. I definitely had a pandemic relationship. <laughs> yeah. Oh like, yeah. Yo, bro. The pan, We could get. We could get back to that. The pandemic dating was legendary. Well, bro. I think I said on was it on horrible or on our podcast. I don't. Not that I would ask a chick her body count, but I don't count her bodies during the pandemic. Oh yeah, horrible. Mm-hmm. No, nah, don't say that. Nah, you can't. I don't know. That means some chicks don't count me. Yeah. No, you're yeah, not counting. Yeah, you crazy? Not you're not counting. Yeah, I don't, I don't Why would count you? Don't like no, that. it works for us too, though. Yeah. Our bodies in in quarantine no, I'm don't count. Them. I'm counting them. I had good. You, you, you probably the dude that got the notes with all his bodies. <laughs> no, I got one of those cornballs. <laughs> no, 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 no. Never that. The pandemic, I'm counting them. I've actually reconsidered lifetime friendships because I found out some of my friends had a note with their bodies in it. That's a uh, lot. Nah, no. Nah, who's doing? Nobody's doing that. That's no, people real. do that. Women do that too. a lot. Oh, I, I don't, could I don't understand know women, women do doing that. Oh, but dudes is weird. Yeah, I, 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 I know two men that I had known for a lifetime. That had that, and I was like, "What are you? Was it like more than? I could tie. I could tie a man in, doing how that. How insecure are you? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm about to say I could tie a man doing that, like having a list of every woman he slept with. I could tie that into this nigga might be a serial killer. Really? No, I think this man is extremely insecure and just yeah. lacks so much validation within himself. Oh, of like a number. Okay, <laughs> it's a like, lot of serial killers. True, very insecure <laughs> and lack a lot of fucking confidence within Fair. themselves. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, if you're keeping a list of the names of the women you slept with, what is is this your fucking what is this your kill sheet? And like, and then your, your kill fucking, sheet, it's your grocery list. What is this? And no, I no, I asked. I had the whole conversation, and they hit me because you know men, we don't really talk. So I was like, oh, memories, bro, just memories. I was the like, memories. you got first names there, like <laughs> memories. I could see. All right, if you have consensual videos with a girl and you want to keep all that in a folder, cool. I ain't gonna be mad at you. Wait, how is that better but than the list? You just gotta lit. All right, if if me and a woman that I'm sleeping with consensually want to make videos, mm-hmm. and that's just something maybe I want to watch someday. Okay, I can understand that more than just having a list of first names. But this is of after women y'all- that you just fucked. Like that's just weird to me. Like after you guys are done, you still have the videos. Mm. I still I still have videos of women that I've slept with you that I'm what? no longer talking to. Like after you're done with them. all consensual videos that Do I'm I sure still they have know. Videos? Yeah. After I'm, we're done dating. Yeah. Does Michael Jordan still have highlight tapes? <laughs> you fucking right. I got. My- <laughs> 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 what the fuck is he asking me? Are you kidding me? Because we're doing it in comparison you know to the funny? list. You know what's funny? Couples have videos of him <laughs> fucking them. Oh my and he god. Doesn't he doesn't know it. <laughs> no, he knows it. He knows it. <laughs> he has it too. You young nasty, cuckold. Yeah, you nasty cuck. Young cuckold. You son of a cuck. Son of a cuck is funny. <laughs> um, but that would make way more sense to me. Than a list. 
What is the list for? Yeah, the, the list is kind. That is true. What is the list for? The list is kind. Well, like, and when do you look at it? Yeah, the list is weird. <laughs> Videos, I can understand. Like, you know, you don't want to watch porn, so you like want to watch like my sex tape. Yeah, like, which I've done before. My sex video with a girl, like that. I I'm, I probably missed. And her. then in the middle of it, I was like, "Damn, I should watch some porn. This is trash." Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> said, "Damn, we had some really great sex." Well, you ill. I'm not. No, you I'm at not, eight. Not, you at eight on the internet. No, I'm not on the internet. <laughs> See, don't throw it on the internet. <laughs> like it was on the internet. On the streets and the internet is totally different. Yo, Rory be thinking he's sleeping, trying to get his shit off. <laughs> no, on the internet. Nah, not on the internet. I don't outside. know in real life. Like, I really know out internet. there. <laughs> I don't know. Ask them. Go right there. Ask them about me up the block. They know. Not all right. There was uh, in that one group chat that uh, our mutual Houston female friends. She had said they spoke highly of you in there. Oh my god! But that was still. I was on Wi-Fi when she texted to me, so I felt like that was still the internet. <laughs> still counts. I still felt like I was yeah, on the no, internet. That's the, that's the net. That's the net for sure. That's the net. Yo, man, did we ever discuss that? What? What was that website called? Because we're talking about quarantine and all that bullshit. No, we're talking about the dick rating website during Clubhouse. Whatever that whole quarantine shit was, they had a whole Yelp review. It was Dick Yelp or some shit. Dick Yelp. And shout out uh, to Shorty that made it. She's cool. Um, and a support. Interesting. Okay. But if a man ever tried to do that shit, bro. Oh, my God. Oh, no, yeah. Be they'd crazy. be in prison. They'd kill him. Yeah. yeah. That's a fact. They 100%. are in prison. <laughs> yeah, probably. They sauteed him, didn't they? Oh, they got Kells out of here, didn't they? they got but, but Edin, on, on, on the review, uh, Shorty's ranked Maul <laughs> on the 8 out of 10 Yelp scale. Maul was an 8. That's great. Edin. I thought that was a great review. Edin. Would you not want an 8? Don't, don't tell Edin, come on, man. Like, like, right. like he should know. No, like, come like, on, bro, it's me. No, like, no, you heard how he, he responded to you. He's like, oh, that's great. That's like, cool. Edin, I mean, Edin, whatever. Edin, relax. Um, <laughs> Would you go to the restaurant if it was 8 out of 10? Or you need the 10 out of 10? What are you asking me here? Food, restaurants. What do you oh, mean? Yelp. Restaurants. Yeah, like, what, are you, what, are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> he, he had, just, I'm fucking with him. <laughs> Them cuck, them cuck nights, <laughs> them cuck nights. We kicking his ass in his memory. <laughs> they was but touching not, him. He ain't like night terrors. <laughs> but if you think about it, though, it's three of them. He he only has to be thirty three point three three percent. That's true. He don't have to be all hundred percent. The odds are not He only has to be thirty three percent, and he's good. He don't have to deliver. Oh my god, <laughs> Eddie, you've been getting it all. You've been flying under the radar, only performing at thirty three percent. That's smart. Hey, look. that's smart, bro. I like that. All right, I see what you're doing. Below average. That listen, in all my latter threesomes, I've always been like, yo, I just want to see y'all go at it. <laughs> <laughs> Try to get that off the move. Like, that's the move. Y'all make good. each other come, and then start. I'll come in. <laughs> We say all that to say Stevie Wonder has still not received a BT Lifetime Achievement Award. And again, uh, congrats to Puff. Absolutely deserved it. It was a beautiful tribute. Shout out to Sean coming out. That was powerful. It was. Where Sean is at in his life now. It was. And then Puff being, you know, receiving a Lifetime Achievement Award and obviously the history there with those two brothers. Like that was a dope, dope moment to um for BT to be able to put that together. When I saw Sean at the Rock Nation show, I kind of felt like I said, "Oh, he might be performing to um Sunday." I kind of felt like once I saw him, he was in town. I said, "Yo, Sean might." Did be we here see for Sean at the? I saw him. I don't okay, know if I, saw him. he yeah, was there though. Oh, yeah, I saw him. Um, that's um, but when I saw him, I kind of felt like, "Yo, this might be for the Puff tribute." Like that'd be dope if they had Sean come on. But then I started thinking, like, "But damn, Sean can't say some of them lyrics from back then," and then didn't think that he would write 
Yeah, and re- new and bars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was all of that. It was like, damn, that's dope. Like he actually wrote new bars from the perspective of the man he is today. Mm. Still mixed in with the some of the lyrics oh, from back. Yeah, right. That was just a dope. I thought that was really really special for uh, BT to put that together. I Shout out to Sean. Cool. And they they just put a <clears throat> from that they put a the that bad boy documentary that was on Apple. Mm. Now it's on Netflix mm-hmm. that, from a few years ago, which is a great doc by the way. Um. And Puff had that great line that that bad boy is like the the recruiters for pastors. Like everyone that comes to bad boy either either finds God or the loony bin or something. It was, Puff was hysterical through that whole shit. It was it was sad to see Mace wasn't there. It was, and I mean, I, I figured that just because he just well, put out know, a disc record. Yeah, we know we know the history. We know you know we don't have to get into that. That's that's really personal, and you know, hopefully they can resolve that one day because it's 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 tough to watch. You know, the bad boy legacy uh, and, you know, everything that Puff was able to orchestrate and put together and Sean not be, a, I mean, not Sean, Mace not be a part of it. Because for a lot of years, Mace, he kept the engine. He was the engine. You know what I mean? Like Again, Mace, maybe- Mace wrote a lot. You know, he had hit records. He, 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 he really gave bad boy that, he helped give bad boy that glow that Puff wanted to, to shine, the glitter, the shiny suits. That, that was... A lot of that was Mace holding that that flag. So it's it's you know it's just fucked up to see now as all grown men we they some of them can't can't still sit down and no it's, and it's put that behind them. It's unfortunate, but in a weird way, this could be just a callback to uh, when we talk about the Giveon therapy bag of we can find all the roots of everything and nah, that's Bad Boy's legacy. It should be represented the way it is. Yeah, no, I understand. And what you and, mean. and it's the bad real. and the bad boy legacy is we let's let's issues. put let's put on a shiny suit and make it look better than it really is. The shiny suit <laughs> is the metaphor of bad boy. And again, people are gonna take shit and make it sound like I'm hating and I'm not, because bad boy is the greatest fucking label ever. The shiny suit is the metaphor for bad boy. The entire I'm not blaming nobody. This isn't a, a I mean a it, sh- it was it looked good on the outside, everything. But it was a lot of we could dress up internal. everything. Down from down to big faith in but Kim. But that's every label, though. Of course it is, and that's why I think it's kind of ill that we are seeing it for really what it is. Because I, I rewatched the shit on Netflix that was on Apple, the Bad Boy shit, and Mason Puff was great right mm-hmm. at that time, and they had been terrible before, and they was out by Puff's pool saying, "Yo, past is the past." Puff was like, "Yo." There's not even some little bro shit. You are you your own grown man now. I can learn from you. It was such a beautiful conversation. Then they was on the phone with Craig Mack trying to get him to come. He's like, yo, I'm trying to just find God. Like, this ain't really for me. Mm-hmm. And now Mace and Puff are not cool. Mace just put out, what, a month ago, a disc record at Puff? Mm-hmm. This shit is... <clears throat> and at that time, Shine was, had been deported. I, I think Shine was out of jail. It's real. Yeah, no, All it's, tributes it's, it's, can't be some let's dress it up. No, you're and, right. And the legacy should be, oh, we should do it just for the legacy. No, the legacy is that we never all got along at all. That's, that's <laughs> a fact. We all made an incredible label together. All of us are legends in our own right. It's but just this unfortunate label, though. It's, it's unfortunate. very unfortunate. You know what I mean? But it's the truth. It's the truth. And, I, and that's why you got to respect it. It's the truth. And there's real issues and real problems. So you understand why it couldn't happen. But it's just unfortunate that it didn't. Because but, it's but like, you that's know what? a mace at the end of the day. That's, okay. But you, you know, know what I mean? Actually, like you, it's hard to... It's hard to talk bad boy and and, and and the legacy and all that and not not Mace ain't there. Like 
It's just tough. I'm, I'm, you, I'm from right. that era. I grew up. I know what that, oh, how world. special that was. Like, okay, but here, here's something I think you could relate to. Completely. Oh yeah, completely. It's just as hard. That what I think the beauty in that of keeping that real is, yes, it would have been ill for all of us to watch Puff get honored as he should be, and the tribute be all bad boy. But that's not more important than me and how I feel and my standards to what's going on, so I'm going to back out. Yeah, I get it. So I prefer that than Mace going, oh, fuck it. Do I'll, it the, I'll do it for the look for bad boy to look this way because it's no, better yeah, no, that, no, no. I definitely that want that. it's 30 years down the line. It looks like we're all friends. Nah, fuck that. No, I definitely this is, yeah, this no, shit is real. Definitely wouldn't want that. It's just... Again, it sucks to it see sucks. it, yeah, but I like, prefer damn, man, I prefer like, the real shit. Like, no, we got the real. We don't have to put we the shiny the suits on. This shit ain't shiny. We got the, we got the real. It's, it's real issues again. That's real personal, you know, things and situations. So it's like you know. I, I even like when I rewatched the the bad boy shit, Kim and the the faith thing. I appreciated Kim's honesty in it. Like it's no beef, but nah, shit is like I'm not cool with faith. Right. <laughs> it's like, and that's cool, which is fine. Yeah, that's fine. You ain't gotta be cool though, But it was it was good to see Sean out there. Sean gave me a sign that I didn't uh follow. Which was what? remember when the Fuji's uh did their show uh whatever pier that was in the summertime? It was the same night as the Conway show at Webster Hall. Yes. I was with a young lady, and I was I was calmly bugging out. Wasn't making a face or any noises, but in my mind, I was like, "Yo, that's fucking Sean." And this was shot when Sean had just gotten his, uh, I'm going to say, diplomatic pass to get back in the states. I don't know what it's called. I'm no, no, no. I think yeah, I think that's correct. I'm a Democrat. I don't know. <laughs> um, and he was there. I was like, "Yo, Sean is in fucking New York City right now," and she was like, "Who is that? And why is that weird?" Wow. <laughs> See, that's how old I am. If somebody says that, I'm going home. I looked at I'm him. like, wait, Mind you, y'all have hatched. Like the, the, the new generation Mo, has Mo, hatched. I'm Mo, like, y'all are here's here. the thing though. If we was at like if we were at the little baby concert, she would have every right to say that. We were at the Fuji's reuniting concert. Yeah, yeah so if you're there, you should be you know you culture. should you should at least know, you know somewhat of that era. And I'm like, yo, sh-, like this I'm telling you, Sean was from us to Eden. I'm like, yo, that's yo, Sean is in New York. That's fucking crazy. It's like, who is that? That's, and I was like, that's Sean. He's a rapper. It's like, why is it weird that he's here? Like, I'm gonna go home now. Yo, he smoked, <laughs> he smoked somebody in a club and got deported. I'm going home now. Like, that's what I'm doing. I can't hang out with people that don't know who like if you don't know Sean, like yo, it's a whole lot. That's a whole, that's a whole, that's a whole like, you know. Another story and another lesson that you just got to do on your own. But um, again, salute to Shine for uh, you know, being a part of that tribute. That was that was dope. That was really really powerful. And again, congrats to Puff man on an amazing career. Uh, you know, just legend in every sense of the word. Of uh, Mount Rushmore of hip hop, without question. Um, you know, just everything Puff is. Puff has done so much for our culture. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's good to still see him be praised so highly in the culture. Cause Puff is the GOAT, bro. <clears throat> yeah, like I'm Puff I'm, is the fucking GOAT. I'm old enough to have seen it gone from, you know, the unfortunate situation at City College to 
where Puff is today. You know what I mean? So I watched it, you know, was able and fortunate enough to be around some of the most iconic moments, uh, being at shows backstage, being privy to a lot of, you know, dope shit. So Puff is definitely somebody that is deserving of it, of all praises. Um, you know, he's just, he's just an example of believing in yourself, believing in your team, um, knocking doors down, not taking no as an answer, not being deterred, like just the epitome of a hustler in every sense of the word, man. And it's just dope to see him be celebrated by the culture and, you know, while, so many while people. This, while he's this young too. Right. Yeah. Like he right. did so much and, you know, he's still, he's still, Puff, Puff is not an old man. And it's not like, done by nope. any yeah. means. So it's like, <laughs> you know, like shit, like. And and I know we was joking about like the the roaches and getting out the mud and his oh, long Of course, that's, but, part, that's part of the culture. No, no, but, crack but jokes. Don't get it. Don't get it. Twisted. No, but I'm saying Puff like, yeah, we was joking that way. If you get into Puff's whole career, outside of just the city college shit, like, and outside of the obvious with Big and Shine and the amount of setbacks that Puff has had, the amount of times you would look at what would have happened to Puff and say his career is over. I could I could count to twenty maybe on the amount of times we saw events and series that happen where anyone would go. Hey, that guy's career is completely over. Yeah, and instead of it being over, he completely exactly. innovate. Not not only came back. No, did something innovative, innovative, and took changed it to the another whole, level. Like he's completely the just go, showed us that yo, it's literally nothing we can't do. <laughs> we could conquer film, TV, uh, reality yeah, fashion, TV, fashion. Definitely. Like you know, it's just like lifestyle. Like we could just be cool. Like Puff is the epitome of. Just um, just cool, selling cool, bottling, Puff bottled up cool and sold that yeah. shit around the world, bro. That's what Puff did. He bottled up cool and he sold that shit around the world, around the globe, my nigga. Like, and niggas got to respect Puff for that. And, and I don't think there's anyone in hip hop ever that has balanced grimy and uh, I guess like that bougie, high level, highbrow shit. Better mm-hmm. than anyone, period. Mm-hmm. Like the fact, if you even look at just Bad Boy as a fucking label, has there ever been a label like that that has balanced real R&B, pop R&B, grimy ass hip hop, uh, pop hip hop? Like it's the most complete label that's ever existed based mm-hmm. off Puff's ear and Puff's <clears throat> direction. Like he's, Puff's the goat, man. Like, yeah, he's he's the epitome of literally just a hustler and came up through every ranks of the entertainment business and the industry and literally worked his way to the top and, you know, just made it made a, a dream a reality for people, man. Like, and just showed us, like, yo, we could we could really do this, you know what I'm saying? At a very high, classy level and have fun and look good doing it. And we can grow old gracefully. Like, yeah. we ain't gotta be in bad health. We ain't gotta be out here fucked up, broke, and like he just changed so many stereotypes, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you literally saw it from like a young teen to the man he is today. Like, literally seen it. So, you know, that's it's just it's just been it's just, it's just been dope to watch him over, over the BT Awards uh, weekend. Everybody showing so much love and gratitude, and you know, just appreciation for Puff because he's definitely deserving of that. So, shout out to uh, Puff again, BT 2022 Lifetime Achievement Award winner, and and. You were, I believe, the second lifetime 
achievement award in the press room. <laughs> what? What? What are you <laughs> talking about, man? What, man? What did I do? You was achieving lifetimes in there. Was I? Yeah. How so? How so? Should we break down our uh, our press room? Yeah. World. Yeah. Let's do it. The media. The media room. The media, the media room. Uh, the media oh yeah, because we we didn't even talk about that yet, right? No. Nope. No. Oh man, that There's was um, shit we haven't even covered. We haven't even gotten to Chris Brown's album. <laughs> oh yeah. Wow. Um. That was an experience, man. That was that was that was very um that was different, man. That was but it was cool. I I, I had my I was a little apprehensive going into it, like. Cause you know we don't really like to to just sit down and talk to any and everybody and things like that. Like you know we have we most of the times when we sit and talk with people, it's probably because some sort of like real personal uh, feeling and vibe was already like established. Yeah, and then we figure out something down the line what we could do where it's not too too planned, too produced, and just sit down and really kick it. Um, give the person's time to maybe get some more things done watch them, even help them get some things done in their career, do things together behind the scenes. And then we sit down and kick it about our real life experiences. So for us to do the BET uh, Awards, uh, meet the Media Hub, yes. they didn't want to call it the radio room no more because it was podcasters there as well. So the Media Hub. That's right. Um, first of all, thank you to BET for the uh, experience. Thank Thanks. you for the invitation. Thank you for everybody that very, uh, very well ran. My issue is is not with BET. I think BET did an amazing yeah, job. Yeah, they did a, a great, great job. So thank you for that. Thank you for uh, giving us that opportunity. Uh, when we were talking, we were in Mexico, I, and I'll, I'll tie it in. I promise. We talk about in Mexico with our unnamed guest. Yes. Of how him and I are more free spirits. Like fuck it, let's try some shit and see what happens. That's how I felt about doing that BET thing. Mm-hmm. As far as because I kind of had an idea of what it might be, and actually, it prob- in and a it probably, weird way, that Mexico trip helped me prepare for that. I want to hear why in, in, a, a, in a weird way it did. Um, I kind of had an idea of what it would be, and and that idea was something that I probably wouldn't have liked. Um, and while again, this we're gonna keep everything honest here. BT paid very well, <laughs> yeah. so let's let's make that clear. So yeah, no, everyone. Oh, I do nothing for a check. Yeah, sometimes you do shit for a check. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's okay. And it's totally fine. Welcome to fucking America. But you get a great, <laughs> 90, you get a but, great experience out of it, and you learn things about yourself as well. But that's not why. So it's not about just the. Bad. That's not why I did it. Did it help? For sure. I believe that's the. Uh, the oh, juice. the juice. Oh, yeah. Maul ordered vegan juice. Yeah, I just, I just um, the pineapple juice. I promise you. That. <laughs> there's not animal products in pineapple. No, I promise you. What if an animal bites the pineapple and then they put it in a juice? Or maybe lick the pineapple, and now the pineapple has COVID because you can indeed catch COVID from animals. Which, by the way, did you, and we're going to keep all this. <laughs> I was on the phone with Sherry uh, today for a conference call. Sherry, Bryant, love you. Love you, Sherry. And she was like, Roy, did you get a... Yeah, it's the two keys. I think he hit one key twice. Just no, I think he, yeah, I don't think he did. <laughs> you might just have to go get that, bro. He just re-rocked yeah. a brick. <laughs> I don't think people are going to know how funny that is. <laughs> That's fucking hysterical. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. Wait, you let him in my house? <laughs> Yo, just take the juice and tell him to go, bro. The fuck you go? He's going to come to my staircase? Couch. Yo, bring him up here. Hey, bring him up here, man. Let him we got an extra mic. 
Bring him up here. Let's, hey, why can't let's interview the, the Uber Eats? That's uh, like three floors juice delivery. He guy. has to be on this floor. What are you doing, <laughs> yeah. Eden? Hey, we never. Why do we send Eden to do shit, yo? This is crazy. We about to get shot. I can we hear his voice. They about to run down on us in here. You know how far the front door is? How can I hear him? Oh, now you're going through the order. Fam, Eden, lock the door. Lock the door. I am black. We lock all doors where I'm from. Um, no, keep talking. We keep it all this. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, no, I, I have two points to make. So, that experience, that, that, that BET uh, Awards Media Hub uh, weekend was a, uh, a, really, a really dope experience. Um, again, it was something that I think we were both kind of apprehensive in doing because we don't sit down and kick it with a lot of people like that. Or when we ever we do, it's already a personal attachment there. So, um, that was it was a good yeah. experience, though. We went into it, didn't know what to expect. Um, but, but once I, we I got there, it was like, oh, okay, this is... And again, I, my, any of my uh, apprehensiveness of the entire thing had nothing to do with BT. Put it in the it fridge. Because it was great. Thank you. Did you give him my spare key too, Eden, while you were at it? <laughs> okay. Um, I just... It just wasn't us. And that's what I kept thinking about. I'm like, we don't do the can barely hear the guests quick hit type of shit. But... And again, it really wasn't a check thing. I was like, well, let me see if we could do this. And I enjoyed it, but I, I will say it's not for me. Yeah, I mean, it's... I'm glad we did it. it ju it's just not for me. I know me. And well, you're the, so old, the older I'm getting, I'm just not... Well, you, just, you, 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 you tell people that you're, you're socially awkward. You don't do well in those settings. You don't really like just no. sitting in a In a private people. setting with any one of those guests, yeah. I would have been fine. That's what I'm saying. I'm talking about the socially. It's just loud. Like, just, like, I don't even know. Like, you, you just talk to somebody. I don't even know what mood the person that you talk to before yeah, us puts you in. It's everybody just know. circulating the room and kind of just it's like a press day type of thing. It's, yeah. All the athletes go to different outlets, reporters, and talk to them, and this, that, and the third. Like, so by the time you get to us, you may be somebody, the other person just pissed you off with. The questions they were throwing exactly. at you. And now we receive that energy. We don't even know what's going on. I get what you're saying, but you know, it, it was interesting to be in that room because a lot of people, for one, that I had no idea even were paying attention to us. Even for sure. Even what and we were doing. It was great in that regard. Like, I didn't expect them to approach us and show as much love and support and respect that they did. Like, to me, oh, that was, was worth and, and I wanted the to entire give... weekend. I was like, holy shit. Like, I, I love you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all I could say to... Some people like, damn, like that's respect, that's love. And I also was nervous with like artists I didn't know much about, which that is one of the things I like to do. I want to talk to artists I don't know much about and like really get to like know them. And like, yeah. that's my shit, but you can't do it in that <laughs> environment. So now when someone comes over and it's like, hey, we have so and so, like, no, I don't want to look like an <laughs> asshole and be like, fuck no. Um, but I'm also like, I don't know much about them. And now we're about to sit down for two minutes and. I can't be like, yo, so who are like, tell me about yourself. Right. Because <laughs> that can come across offensive, especially to an artist. Like you're in a press room and don't know anything about me. Mm -hmm. That's why I was. Well, so, I, I will say. So crazy yelling at Benner like, yo, can you give me a list of everyone that's going to be there? Because I do not want to be that asshole that doesn't know. Even if I don't listen to any music, I want to know something about them. But I'll tell you the funny thing about that, Rory, when we sat down with OG. And well, I, ha I told her when she was coming, to t I, say, I said, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't know who you are. I don't know nothing about what you do. But okay. I think that's dope because this is going to be probably the most authentic 
conversation you're going to have today in this room. But that she is a different spirit. Absolutely. OG, that was one, that was probably, we talked to Neo, we talked to legends that I love. That was my favorite conversation was with her. Yes, absolutely. Because she had that type of spirit. And on top of that, is with no ID. So there's a connection there already. And she on did a type great job. Music. I know oh, I went and listened to her music. Yeah. Oh yeah. Her, her performance was at, fucking at great. BT, yeah. She smoked that shit. Yeah. I went and listened to her music. I love her music. Super talented. But you don't, that was very rare. She was just a good human being and also a talented human being and made the type of music and fuck with the type of people that you and I could have a conversation forever Absolutely. about. Absolutely. We talked about cocaine eighties. We went into a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. That's not happening with everybody. Right. Like it's a lot of people that were dragged there by their publicists and were just like, uh, yeah, uh, shout out to BT. Yeah, you could tell. <laughs> and I'm you just could like, tell. you could feel, you could feel it. And on top of that, I could people. barely hear you to begin with. <laughs> like it just, it was an interesting experience, and and everything that was bad about it had everything to do with me and not the environment or the people. Mm-hmm. All internal shit had nothing to do with BT, nothing to do with the guests. It's just something that. I don't know if I'm built for that type of shit. You guys are definitely built for that type of shit. No, like personally, I could oh, do it. Oh yeah, I could do that shit in my sleep if yeah. I focused and like wanted to do but it. But it's very, it's very for somebody like Rory, it's very draining. Oh hell on, yeah, on it's, it was draining for both. Oh, on, oh yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, okay. it's, it is draining, and people yeah. don't. I don't. I think that's one thing that when people want to get into podcasting, I don't. I don't think they factor in is that it is very draining. People think it's just sitting down talking. It's like no, no it's it's. Not. it's, it's it's gonna drain you, it's cause you. Yeah. If you feel anything, if you're emotional, if you're, you know, you, you can kind of like, just tap into certain things and topics and you know conversations, and it takes you to somewhere in your life personally. That shit yeah. is draining. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying that shit is really draining. Like, so sitting down talking to people it. like that, that right. one you may not know, and again, like you said, Rory, that's running around this whole gauntlet of interviews of the day somebody pissed them off now we received that energy we don't know that we don't know what's going on but we just in the room with them now yeah so now we got to kind of it's kind of like throwing the ping pong ball of like all right how are you feeling what's your energy like and even with guests that we had that i didn't particularly care for the conversation off their energy then we have someone that we actually like and my energy's off now yeah <laughs> Like yeah. I'm, I, now I'm like, why did I even just like? It's a, it's a. It's now a, I'm sitting there like an idiot with a mic talking to somebody I don't care to talk yeah, it's to. Inter- <laughs> it's an interesting, it's an interesting um exchange though for sure. Like it's definitely the interview and sitting down in that environment and just talking to people is definitely an interesting way of doing things. So it was new for us. It was um different, it's just, it's, but it was it wasn't. Weird. I mean, I did 14 interviews in one day. They yeah. wanted, yeah. That's it's a just lot. a weird, it's a weird way that the industry. I'm not even saying music industry, just because they do this with movies, with everything entertainment, with these press rooms, of just how people view press. Of like how mm. people view how consumers will be connected to something. Because mm-hmm. I think we had some good conversations in the short amount of time that we had. Right. But not something that I feel like a consumer would connect. Like, And granted, we weren't doing press for the BET Awards because obviously they passed and we're going to put this content out afterwards. But... Mm. The way they do that for like promos with movies and shit, it's so quick. How how could a consumer even connect? Mm-hmm. It, it's just weird how the uh, PR and press people that are experts in this are so far removed from the human experience. Yeah, like, <laughs> they detach a lot of like real shit from the situation. It's like you have to factor in the fact that this is not yeah. just an 
actor or an athlete. Right. This is a human who has real emotions and feelings and can be experiencing anything. And then you're sending them in a room like this to promote yeah. a product. That- Which I, I think is even kind of how outside of podcasting, like even like first take and like let's go into the sports world where it's like just long form content type of things. Mm. Even when they didn't have guests on, they're still doing long form content that people can really connect to and understand and get like engulfed in. Engaged, yeah. Engage <laughs> like this is just like, yeah. oh, I'm in this. And even when First Take would have guests on, it would be long form conversations. Mm. Mm. And I feel like these, pre- like it's just Stone Age shit. Like that's a, like when E.T. would come in between the news and it'd just be like quick hits. Like, oh, this person's dating this person. Like, Cool. Tabloid that's that's what it is, but it's not. You're not really. It's not uh, you're, connecting you're not, to yeah, it. Yeah, not connecting to and it. And when you're selling <laughs> an actual product or entertainment, movie, song, whatever the fuck you're doing, that, that's just not people got to connect to it's it. It's not the way to do it. Like yeah, yeah. But I, I, I but again, you know, we well, they understand. added podcasting. I'm, I, this isn't a slight to BT. I, no, no, no. Because right. I thought they did a fucking amazing. It was job. amazing. It was that 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 room was. Terrence like, smoked. I've never that seen whole pre-show. Shout like out to Terrence J. He killed all that shit. I, I'm just I viewed it differently when they even when Eden kept saying like oh look at all the radio shit in Sign. the middle of the room and like the podcasts are the outside where the bigger couches with the, with and the booths but yeah the better places to be because obviously content has shifted Time into has longer form shit that's what right. people care about I think that was the good first step yeah I think there needs to be some type of media press room that is actually dedicated to how podcasts like true engagement are operated when it comes to these award shows, movies, anything that does a press room. Yeah. Like maybe it's just three people that exactly. you put, like when we interviewed Taraji, that should have just been a full episode. Intimate. Maybe just get us there just just to interview Taraji and then we out. Yeah. And then let all the radio quick hit shit do everything else. Taraji was dope too. Because we found ourselves with every conversation with the people that we actually really fucked with. Hey, we got to sit down and do a real one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to just yeah. tell you guys, you guys are dope for that. Cause at the end of the day, I know you guys really want to get engaged with these people that you guys, I'm pretty sure that I can only imagine how many of them you wanted them. to. It's just simple. A Neo always, episode would be my dream. Listen, I just, you know what it is? I just, I always say it. I don't ever want to feel like I'm interviewing somebody. Yeah. And that and interviewing to me, is like interrogation. Like, and no, who wants to be in an interrogation room? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't like that feeling. Like I want to just, let's just, Let's connect on a real level, you know what I'm saying, and find out out like, oh shit, you into that type of shit too? Okay, so maybe we could, and you know what I mean, and because from that is gonna birth like a whole real conversation because we're in a real moment and in a real connection, right? You know what I'm saying? Being in the again, no slight to BT and what they did with the media room, that media hub, that was amazing. That was some. It's the culture of press. Yeah, like it, that, that changed like that changed a lot for me. But I'm just saying, like, in order to elevate it. And to make a real connection, I think, with the fan base, I think that should be something where, again, three, four are going to be given like 30 minutes with this podcast or 15 minutes with this podcast. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Something like that. And it has to be something where we agree to it beforehand so that we kind of already on the same type of- Everyone was active. Because it it felt to- what you just said, it felt like interviews. Mm -hmm. And that's why I didn't like it. We were rushed. Of course. Every- Every publicist. We were like, we, I speed dated Taraji. Taraji. Dead ass. <laughs> that was a great conversation. I, t- I speed dated Taraji. I speed dated uh, 
uh, Slim Thug. <laughs> we speed dated everybody, bro. It was like, yo, where? How you doing? Where we been? Yo, you know what I'm saying? Got the going on? Yo, you building shit that 15 more years? It's like, yo, fam, come on, dog. And even I felt like Slim was probably the another closer conversation because Slim and I started talking about spots to eat in Houston and certain... Yeah. camp and all that. Oh, camp. That's the type of shit I was trying to get into. I don't care who Slim Thug wants to see at the BC Awards, <laughs> but like it was forced for us to be in that environment that you have to just ask those quick hit interview BT yeah. questions. You have to. And yeah, it, it just needs to be because you know their PR prepped them because you also have to think that too. They're going in there thinking I'm going to be asked the same the, a bunch of quick questions. It's just going to be a different outlet from a different part of the country, and they're going to say, "Hey, who produced your album? And are you excited? Now that what are now you wearing that, now tomorrow? That, right <laughs> now that I know what it feels like, I know exactly how we could do that again. Oh yeah, and totally create a whole different experience. Oh, I would come. We would just find a specific weird subject and just ask <laughs> a bunch of questions that had nothing to do. Yeah, with like that was I, going on. I know exact, even aesthetically, like the things we could play with now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like where to be like, oh, oh no, they now on, that I d- I've they done on that, some other shit. Like I, I could just, I, I'm like, okay, I see what this is now. First time being invited to the party, you don't really know how they yeah, get down in there. You're reading the room. Like that was yeah. like, for me, it was like going to a party and then finding out you could smoke in here, but I left all the weed at the hotel. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it. wait, what? Like we had all of it. You know what I'm Like that's what it was like for me. Like I got invited to the party. I said, nah, I'm not going to bring the pack. Yeah, you, let's you can't let me not look weird. Yeah, you can't smoke in there. I'm not going to be that guy. And then you come in there and not saying she did, but somebody like Taraji be like, yo, nobody ain't got no weed. You like, yeah. oh my. I could have brought the We could have connected. Me and Taraji could have connected off the weed. Like, are you kidding? Like, that's what it was like. It was like, okay, I see what the setup is. I see what they doing. I just know how Rory and myself can make this a total different experience oh, yeah. for everybody that comes and sits and talks with us. So now, but again, thank you to BT. That was super dope. Thank you for you know putting that together. Um, they, Ma, the budget Ma, was real. Ma would not drink the Dasani. Daddy would not, but he did drink uh, the tap water from the bathroom. He just didn't realize it yeah, was. Yeah, I don't know why he thought it was like going to be. No, I said water. it was tap water. I said it was oh. that good uh, California tap water. Yeah, I knew it. I could taste the. Uh, the, the Staples Center. The, the fluoride? Yeah. <laughs> the I could taste the Lakers jerseys, for sure. <laughs> is, that, is the New York City water thing, is that just something that we make up no, to New make York, ourselves York, feel better? New York, New York has some of the best tap water. No, yeah. I, know, I know we say that all the time, but no, is that actually a fact? I believe, fact? I believe it, yeah. That's a fact. Have you but how do we know? Of course I have. Jersey tap saying, water is crazy. It's No, Jersey tap water tastes drastically oh, different. Yeah, it tastes like uh, Donnie Brasco. <laughs> the undercover cop? <laughs> No, the movie. <laughs> the entire movie is what it tastes like. <laughs> but the movie took place in New York. <laughs> Not top, but you know. It looks like Johnny Depp's oh uh, trial. <laughs> but is yeah. that is that a fact though? Because I've said that my whole life. Is that really true though? No, it's true. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure if we just made that up. I mean, to, to flex the way. No, no, no. That you can you can search that, and it's not just because of the the city of New York. It's the state. Of New York. Oh, I thought it was just the city. No, I thought it was the city too. The state of New York. Apparently has a naturally soft mineral palette. Yeah. You you niggas got hard palettes. That's why y'all don't respect. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Oh, speaking of of water and a callback to the the girl that I went to the Fuji's concert Mm -hmm. with Shine, she got her get back on me and made me look stupid. Okay. I, I argued her down to say that the Hudson was salt water and she was like it's it's not and i said you're fucking bugging not that i've jumped in there but that's salt fucking water 
Bay. <laughs> Bay. And she said, no, it's a mix. The Hudson River has fresh water from the top and salt water from the ocean. And I'm like, uh, all right, if you're going to tell me there's water. fresh water in the Hudson, you're bugging. Yeah, no. And oh, then that, we Googled it, and boy, was she fucking right. <laughs> Oof. That's, it's a tough hit when you just argue something down. And, and you're totally someone, wrong. And then someone Googles it. Yeah. But you I even think yourself. I even think I hit her with the like, yo, you're stupid. I'm 100 percent right. Like I, I got really arrogant <laughs> with like, yo, being <laughs> arrogant and wrong is some of the funniest shit. Oh, wrong and strong. Yeah, that's some of the. Funniest I say it to Benner all the time. Stop being fucking wrong and strong. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Look it up. Uh, the Hudson River looked clean and it's teeming with fish, but the fish in the river on the bottom, which is dependent for food and shelter, are contaminated by PCBs. Oh no, fresh water. I don't mean it's clean. But it's got fresh water and salt water. Can cause yeah. cancer and correct. cause other serious health problems. The river is not self-clean. What are PCBs? Uh, it's an STD from the Bronx. Oh, okay. PCBs? <laughs> is that who... Wait, what? Yeah, I feel like the Bronx just got shitted on and I have to save it. Poly, what happened? Polychlorinated <laughs> by fennels. Oh, fentanyl? fentanyl? That's running crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's no, running crazy uptown. Oh, niggas is dropping dead. <laughs> <laughs> Bodies is hitting the floor every week uptown from the fet. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. I can't tell you how I know these things, but I know. Um, I want to argue the Chris Brown album, but Damaris left, and she's my only ally in my Chris Brown conversations. Let's argue. Uh, this is the first Chris Brown album that I've liked in a very, 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 very long time. And okay. I love Chris Brown. I yeah. think all his albums have great records. And I think Chris Brown is a fucking icon, and you guys are gonna call me a dick rider. I'm scared. It's safe. Some shit. people are it's actually my truth, bro. Some people yeah, are talented. He's fucking it's Chris okay. Brown. Yeah. Um, I think his Achilles heel has been Chris Brown doesn't make good albums, and I think that's what separates him from the icons that he doesn't have. Like, let's not even just say that one that one album that we could all go to. I just feel like his discography has missed a lot as far as albums are created, and I'm not saying this one is that either. But this mm-hmm. it, this album I do like a lot. And it's the first Chris Brown album that, that I've really, liked really in its entire. Yeah, that like I I could just let this shit run and I'm cool. Cool. This is this album is incredible. I, no, I, he smoked the shit. The, the, the record with him and Wizkid, I think, may be our song of the year so far. I wouldn't go that far. I like the approach they took because I was expecting extremely fucking stereotypical Afrobeat Wizkid record when I saw it on the track list, and it's it's Afrobeats, but it's not the. It's not what you thought. It's, yeah, it's not just straight to it. Um, that is one of the, the better records on there. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Song and, uh, that's one of, a lot. Is it not nominated as of right now? It could be up there. I got to hear it outside. Let me hear it outside. You know what that's going to I have to go outside. to Summer Club in Long Island City. You know what, <laughs> you know what <laughs> well, that's going to you, You've seen them on IG, haven't you? They're all at Summer Club. I don't want to be there. I got the plug. No, I'm cool. You got the plug for Summer Club? Oh, yeah. No. We get a whole table for free. Oh, a whole table. Yeah. I don't want to sit at the whole table. Don't I hold table, the whole table. No, I said the whole table. Oh, I thought you said a whole table. With no, it's a whole table. The whole, oh, but it's whole the table. Whole table. We out with hoes. Um, the whole table will be full of hoes. This great. uh, this album was definitely. I but I, I agree with you. It's one of uh, Chris Brown's best albums. I think it is. Um, which again, I just it's tough to say. Uh, my only problem with Chris and I super I I love Chris Brown. I'm on record saying he's one of the most talented artists we've ever had. Um, but I just think the albums be too long. I mean, an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, we're talking about twenty four tracks. If Chris wanted to do the the album shit, like the bad thriller type shit, because everyone keeps doing this Michael Jackson shit the past month. But wait, he, what Michael Jackson? Yeah, shit? what Michael Jackson shit? I he even addressed it on his press run. I'm, people keep 
comparing him to Michael Jackson. Oh, that yes, yeah. I um, mean, maybe talent, talent. I, 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 sure. I'm on. I said, I've said it before. I think that as far as talent, just being able to dance and he's up there singing. And he's on that. He's that god level. Of oh, talent. as far as talent, of course. Absolutely. Yeah, what? yeah, crazy for sure. He can draw a skateboard. He can do all this shit. Yeah, like he's he's a he's <laughs> an clips. artist. In every he's a gymnast. This yeah. fucker could get a gold medal at the Olympics. Yeah. Um, Chris needs, I think, to lock in with like not a producer, not a beat maker. A like producer. he needs to sit with like a fucking one, an of those, one of those weirdo musical fucking geniuses and be like, yo, we're going to make 12 records and you need to shut the fuck up and we're going to focus on all 12 of these. Yeah. That's what he needs to get in that album rap because he's just too, his talent is his Achilles heel. Like he's yeah, too fucking he's, he's good. He's so talented. He could do this shit so fucking yeah. easy and he is talented at finding other people that are talented. So he finds writers that are incredible. He finds producers like quick, yo, send me a pack. Chris will have the ear to find the right one. He's too talented. And I know I know the internet is going to kill That sounds crazy. I know. He's too just talented. Saying, That's yeah. his problem. But yeah. I, I know what I'm saying and yeah. I know what I mean. You No, you're, you're saying it's, it's, it just needs to be- His output needs to be brought back. Like you're doing way too much. I know it all sounds amazing, but that doesn't mean the world needs to hear it. Maybe right. you need to lock in and find a new approach because you're too good at this that's in this phone right now. Yeah. You need to, to sit the fuck down and focus on 10 records and just those 10 records. He's on. Um, but cocaine, you know, sometimes doesn't allow you to do that. How old is Chris Brown now? Uh, 34, maybe. Chris Brown is. It's like two years older than me. A I solid say. 33 years old. 33. Yes. Yeah, this. this he just this, turned 33. He's at that, he's at that age right now where it's like. You could really, you could, he could break through a whole new level and oh, really yeah. become like, like if Chris Brown became like, if he disappeared off social media and we didn't see him and we only see him when he wanted us to see him, like as far as like music and shit like that, like if he went into that realm, he might be able to really pull that off. Does that mean he would have to pull out of features and everything? Yeah, he almost got to become. It's like he got to. He got to. He got to create his own. His own world and live in it. Mm. I kind of feel like he did that though to some degree before this album. This was the first time I felt like Chris kind of disappeared. Uh what features did I hear? He in has in the way Chris's output was before, as far as features. Oh, even just yeah. even just being seen outside, yeah. like. Yo, because he's, I'm telling you, bro. First of all, again, I don't. This album is incredible. This is a great fucking, a great album. A lot of good fucking music on here. But I just think that, yo, like Rory's saying, Chris is so talented. He he gonna have to do something else. Yeah, he has to find a new approach. Cause his, he gotta, his approach he gotta, is too good. He gotta become that- he gotta become like he almost gotta get like weird. And I hate to say that, because I don't want to sound like a like a like a bad thing, but like a good weird where it's like Yo, what the fuck do this dude be doing? Like we haven't We've, seen it. This the same time we were talking about uh with the press shit a consumer being connected to it. What was the name of that Chris Brown album that he put out 64 fucking records on? Oh my God. Um, I was just looking at that. Too. I listened to that once and there's not a bad song in all 64. I didn't connect. I connected to maybe 10 of them. I and I like- think that's my problem with Chris. Chris can make 64 amazing fucking records, but because he's so talented, it's in, so in easy that there's no connection to it. Yeah, it's too easy. And, I, and at least on this one, he got what, 22 records or something? 24, yeah. yeah. And that's what I'm saying. This might been since X that I've like fucked with a Chris Brown album, not mm. just certain records. 
or his talent or his performance or anything like that. He, I think, needs to just relax and focus on putting together a project for his legacy. And who the mm-hmm. fuck am I? Like, if Chris Brown wants to just put out 64 records... I'm going to go another way with it. He might need to fall in love. Uh, well, um... I'm going to go a whole other way with it. Have you listened to the song K? <laughs> but I... Giveon put a little K sauce on his album, too. He definitely did. He blamed Justine a little bit. He definitely did. <laughs> he definitely did. K is the sickest R&B record of all time, and I still on record with that. Yeah, no, what I mean, like, he, I think, I think, I think he may need to be, like, happily in love again. And I, and I, again, I don't, I'm the last guy to know when niggas is happily in love, so he very well maybe, mm. But he may need that, because I remember what he, the the energy and the aura of Chris Brown was when him and Rihanna were together. Like when he would look, seem to be genuinely happy and having fun and in love and like you, I know I remember what that energy yeah, was. I was, I was also saying? in love at nineteen too. It wasn't real. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying. He has to he has to find he has to find that though. I think he has to find that, and then he has to become. He may be too accessible. Like, Chris, I feel like I feel like niggas got too. Like he's such a superstar, he might have to tell niggas, "Yo, listen, don't call my phone no more." Like he got to get to that where it was like, damn, like Chris just completely detached. I mean, you keep your core and your family and, you know, but like it's a lot of niggas that I know got Chris Brown number. That nigga's too talented. A lot of niggas shouldn't have Chris Brown number. Like when you got that much talent, certain people should not have access to you. I'm sorry. Yo, Ray J and Tiger are both legends in their own right. I'm not dis- I'm not shitting on them all. But the guy we're comparing to Michael Jackson has a mixtape with Ray J and Tiger. But why you keep saying comparing? Like I don't think people are comparing. Yes, the, ev- no, that's exactly what everyone's doing. I don't think they're comparing Listen, the music. I think Chris Chris needs to make a decision. The talent. Chris, he needs to make a decision. You want to be Michael? or You want to be Bobby Brown? And 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 here's the thing. Bobby got listen, a lot of pussy. Whoa, 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 whoa! Listen, listen to me. He got a lot. Bobby got a lot of. He got a Bobby, lot of top no, ten no, no, pussy. No. Listen, hear me out. I don't all mean that in a slight. All right, all right. Bobby Brown is a fucking goat. He changed everything. He's Absolutely. a fucking icon. I'm not slighting. Right. You're, you're missing Bobby my point. Bobby walk so Chris can no, fly. No, no, we ain't no, going to no, do no, that, no, nigga. No. I'm a whole Bobby now. My prerogative, Tenderoni. I got that. I had the cassette. Bobby Brown is a fucking all right, legend. All right. it's, it's. I'm just saying, speak how like you, it. How you perceive that is your own personal business, because I didn't mean that in a slight. Right, right. I'm saying, do you want to be Bobby Brown? Who had a lot of success. Do you want change? change the game, did everything. Bobby right. is a fucking icon. But you focused on a lot of bullshit when it came to your legacy. And you beca- and you became very accessible, and you ruined a lot of your legacy. Or do you want to be Michael and focus on this album shit? And granted, we can all say Michael did a, had a bunch of shit that fucked up his legacy too. Yeah, he got some stains on his collar. Oh, he, he, yeah. he, he definitely. All does. I'm gonna say is the feds never found nothing. But do with that what you will. But when if it comes, feds ain't find nothing. Ain't nothing there. But when it comes down to music wise, Michael's legacy is untouchable. Bobby did some Bobby things in his musical legacy. Whereas Bobby could have been Michael, but Bobby was Bobby, which was fine. That's why he's a legend as well. And Chris could be that as too. But yeah. do you want to be this icon that is of Michael at this stature or do you want to be the Bobby stature icon? 
And I'm not saying either is better go than the way. other. There's I'm no going another I'm way. not saying I'm either or are better. I'm going to go another way. I'm going to go another I'd, way. I'd, listen, I'd probably take Bobby over Michael when it comes to my personal preference. Uh, listen, I'm going to go another way. Maybe he's just going to be Chris. I was going to say. That's his story. There has to be like oh, a no, for sure. I, I, I think, like you can't chase the ghost of Michael Jackson because I'm, I'm, I'm here to tell you yeah. niggas ain't going to catch it. That'll be a sad journey. Yeah, you're not okay. going to catch it. All right. So I know what you're saying because I've said it. His talent level, he has... That God level talent. Chris Brown has God level talent. What what do we what do we know uh music wise? What do we know Bobby for and what do we know Michael for? Music wise and their discography. What do you mean what do we know them for? I'm trying to I'm trying to walk y'all down the point I'm really trying to make. I'm telling you you, na- you named a bunch of Bobby singles that are fucking amazing. Bobby has good albums too. They're good. Yeah. Bobby has iconic singles. Mm-hmm. His discography is good in the scope of icons. His singles are iconic in the scope of icons. Michael singles are iconic and his albums are iconic. His performances are iconic. His tours are iconic. His legacy is iconic when it comes to music. Now, I think Bobby and Michael are of the same ilk when it comes to talent. I don't think Bobby Brown is less talented than Michael Jackson. I don't think Michael Jackson is more talented than Bobby Brown. And I'm throwing Chris Wait, Brown in there too. Nah, hold on. I, I'm going to walk you back on that one, brother. Mike got more talent than Bobby. And I love Bobby. But we ain't going to do that. We ain't going to say Mike don't have more talent than Bobby Brown. Musical talent. I'm not talking about as a man. I'm not speaking to the men, the men that any of these guys are. I'm just talking about if you tell I think, me- I think Bobby could fight better. All right, I'm rolling with you. I'm rolling with Let's you, Bobby. If I, if, if I get into with some niggas outside, I want Bobby over my shoulder for sure. Instead of Mike, yeah, for sure. You don't think Mike be like, hey, hey guys, nah, calm down. Fuck that, Mike. It's time to throw hands. I want Bobby. I'm just saying, if you tell me Bobby Brown is performing over here tonight and Michael Jackson's performing over here, oh no, I no, no, see no, what I, this I, nigga I, ready okay, to do, bro. Right. I, see, that's all I'm saying. You're, you're proving my point more. What their output was, yes, we know Michael Jackson to be more talented than Bobby Brown. If Bobby fucking focused and had a different, probably upbringing and environment that he was in, I don't know that Bobby Brown wouldn't be just as talented as Michael fucking Jackson. And I feel the same way about Chris Brown. I think he's he's dimming his light with so much shit. Yeah, but you're missing an important part of talent, though, Rory, too. Part of having Discipline. talent. And, yeah, that's yo, part for of sure. talent. You got to be disciplined. And that, you all right, have... so let's go back to my original question. You want to be Bobby Brown or Michael Jackson? Yeah, stay disciplined. Brought it back. Yeah, stay disciplined. I agree with you. I agree with you. He's had he's had some he's had some moments like that where and who am I to judge? Somebody? Yeah, that's what I say. No, I mean, Chris Brown has had human moments. What? He's had if human I was, moments. He's made mistakes. He's if he's, I was that age with that much money that, and access, exactly. I'd be way he shittier made, than Chris that's Brown. That's what I'm saying. He made human human mistakes and things that I'm sure he's probably you know shit. I, he might not has he might not have had a good night's sleep. Since some of that shit, we don't well, know. Well, I mean, I, have you ever tried to sleep on coke? No, well, I mean, I see. I'm not gonna say that. I'm man, fucking with you. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, you gotta. I just my thing is, we gotta look at each artist for what they do. Appreciate it. Yeah, we can say, damn, stay focused, discipline. That's part of talent. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, but sometimes part of their stories is. They got to go through fucked up shit and that's just going to be part of the legacy. Like you said, with the whole Puff Babble shit, a lot of it is not oh, always yeah. pretty. It's not going to always be oh, no. shiny. It's I, again, not I ain't always talking be... about their personal lives. That's why I said Michael <clears throat> obviously has stains with his personal life. I'm yeah. talking just mu- musically. Oh yeah, musically. That's then, all That's all. But I'm that's what I'm saying. About. I think I think he just needs to tap into that next we love, level. We love, and there's good Bobby albums. For sure. There's iconic Bobby singles. 
There's good Chris Bob, good Chris Brown albums. For sure. Iconic Chris Brown singles. For sure. There's iconic <clears throat> Michael Jackson singles, iconic Michael Jackson albums. You want to sure. be Bobby and Michael, and I think Chris has the talent, ability, and discipline, even though I don't know the man, to do that. Yeah. I just don't think he's... And again, it's a different era. I've said on this podcast a thousand times, my favorite Drake line is, I wonder how they survive in this era and talk about these old heads. Mm-hmm. Chris Brown doing mixtapes was part of the time. Mm-hmm. He should have done that. Mm-hmm. That's that's what was going on. That's what Michael Jackson probably would have done if he was in this era. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think Chris, with his talent level, owes us a classic album because I think he could really do that shit. That's all. Who's some of the producers you would like to... See him like you know. It, would, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be plural. He needs one. He needs. Oh, an ex- you want he him needs. To do he needs. Nah, he needs an executive producer. You okay? Not. I don't. I'm not saying like lock in with a beat maker and do album. No, he needs one executive producer that is going to formulate that entire thing with him. Because I know. Come on, Chris is a musical motherfucker. JD. No, it's too obvious. You it's think so? Done. It's been done. JD is too obvious for Chris. Well, but why do you say that? Because it would be amazing, but it would be something that we've had. With Usher. I think Chris would, I, it would be too much pressure to go to two confessions. <laughs> like, that's why I love that. So, that's, that's why I loved, and we talk with JD. I love, that's why I love JD so much <laughs> that JD fucks with younger artists. Mm-hmm. Because once you start putting JD with the legacy acts that were out, and Chris, at this point, damn near is a legacy act. If you want to go by streaming mm-hmm. uh, determination, Chris was around at that that time, or was at least growing up at that time. Nah, mm-hmm. that's why I like JD's fucking with Division and all these younger people. Do that shit with the young artists. Mm-hmm. Chris, nah, he's he's somebody different. It'd get too close to what we love from Usher. It'd be too much pressure. And then if they went all the way left, it'd just be weird. It's like, why is JD and Chris Brown giving me an EDM album? <laughs> nah, we're we not going to say that JD, he going to give Chris Brown an EDM. Nah, we're not. I mean, dance is in. Yeah, dance is in. Shit, Chris gave us, I feel like Chris gave us a dance album already, though. Uh, they, I mean, yeah. He, with, uh, what was it? He's it was, done a couple. Well, yeah, at least he has a lot of tracks, yeah. Um, But yeah, this, uh, this Breezy album, though, to me, is definitely one of his... Uh, his best albums. No, I love the album. I know that was yeah, a weird it's conversation. One of his best albums, for sure, for sure. And he's talented, man. So it was. I was. I was. I don't even think. Did we know that Chris was putting an album out? Uh, I think he gave like a week notice. Yeah, maybe. He yeah, that's time. that's that's almost like a surprise album at this point. A yeah, week's that, notice. I mean, I don't know. Standard. To, I mean, what's compared the point to of fucking marketing? Hours, really? Well, again, he's a part of that crew that doesn't need to market anything when they drop it's gonna sell you know what I mean it's just him Rihanna Drake Beyonce you know Adele like now you're getting into like those are those type of artists so he could he could definitely announce his album a week out and it's gonna do what it's gonna do what about- I mean respectfully I really enjoyed the uh, promotional photo that Beyonce had put out mm. on her Instagram horse respectfully just from the artistic yes. standpoint I saw you like it I'm really into like horses and stuff speaking of I, I still haven't seen it Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a great picture. It's a great picture. I bet um, you haven't seen your auntie. <laughs> or no, that'd be your sis. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm, I forgot. <laughs> I was trying to. I don't know how. I forget how I young. Uh, the, the, the age group. Like, yeah. The fuck. 
It's a little confusing. Well, yeah, but I mean, Biggs and no. Jays, that's your older. No, that's I, not, don't I don't think it. How do you guys feel about the new in law? <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> new Lupe. How do y'all feel about it? I didn't even know Lupe put that album out. And I don't Yo, mean that disrespectfully. I'm going to listen to that tonight. Drill Music in Zion. Lupe, mm-hmm. this is um, this is a really good album, man. I was I didn't know it was I, I wasn't expecting it. I didn't know it was was coming out. Um, real real short, quick, forty minutes, 10, 10 tracks. He rapping. Lupe on there rapping. Is uh this feature uh Naira? That's not the one that uh that was on Hip Hop Save My Life, right? I'm not sure. I'm not oh, sure. Brit, Brit came into the uh the music boring conversations. We used to talk about hoes and fucking and relationships yeah, you and getting on. It was great. Yeah. And that would be a music nerd, just okay. Yeah. Great. Oh no, that's Nikki. She's fire. <laughs> that's racist word. <laughs> it's the N-word. <laughs> Somehow I'm trying to <laughs> I'm racist. It's okay. Oh uh, yeah, drill music in Zion. Um, it was just it's good to hear Lupe. Still rapping, high level. I don't think that's ever gonna change with Lupe, man. He's just a fucking one of the aliens. I do want to get into this Brent Fias single, but I didn't hear it. But I want to wait till the album. Okay. What you about to? Because I know you. Yeah. What do you want to? What, 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 what do you want to say? You about to do what some, is it? some? Some you about to say some Patreon shit and start talking? No, about not at all. It all out, about like, Brent, like what, man? What? I've been defending. What? Brent. I've been defending Brent for a very long time that he is not toxic. He's honest, and it's the people that are not honest. <laughs> That are toxic. Okay. And after Price of Fame, mm-hmm. he might be fucking toxic. Yeah. It might be him. Welcome, welcome to the new it, world. It might, he might be the problem. Yeah. <laughs> you just realized that, but that's fine. Uh, I like the second half of the record. Uh, and again, let, let's be honest here. The first half, I was like, all right, I've gotten this Brent a lot. That second half of the record is fucking fire. Who produced mm-hmm. it? Probably him. His internal crew, mm-hmm. Sonder, that yeah, everybody over there. Um, I didn't hear it, man. I gotta check it out. He's way cooler than us. Cause he lights his his weed with matches. I, I like my weed like Sammy Davis used to light a cigarette. We well, had no choice because they really just had Yeah. They were really at that time. They had lighters. Uh, oh. They didn't have lighters at the, at the Yeah, but popular. they had like those gas yeah, lighters that you know. They were hard to find. Even though I feel like Sammy Davis probably could have gotten one of those. Probably. You definitely Maul's kind of more of a hipster than me, right? Oh, no, yeah. You have Supreme. Can you show me Steve? Oh, that's true. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Well, we did, did it on Patreon. Are we going to give... Nah, fuck that. They got to go on Patreon okay. to see it now. Um, you got Supreme. You just mad I stepped in your lane. Mm, no, with Supreme big, shoes. Big stepper. No, mm, I don't have... Big I, S. I don't own any Supreme sneakers. Wow. But do you, yeah, own, but Supreme? you own like every Supreme I got Supreme pieces, but not Supreme. Well, you stepped in my New Balance lane, so I did... I had to reply. Rory, they was waiting for a response. I was wearing So I New got Balances. the Supreme Shock. How dare you? I have pictures of me in high school with New Balances on. Yeah, but that wasn't by choice. Yeah. What you mean it wasn't by choice? <laughs> I went and brought them. I went, <laughs> I went to Dr. J's and purchased them myself. It was definitely by choice. There were no New Balance at Dr. J's when you was in high school. Are you crazy? I'm sure, yeah. What? What oh, are you yeah. talking about, bro? Come on, oh, man. Yeah. I was out there shopping. In the 70s? <laughs> in the 70s? In on your 70s? own? Dr. J's me being in high school in the 70s is... Fucking crazy. They didn't have Doc. Dr. J was still playing basketball. <laughs> Wait, Dr. J was named after the story? That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, no. no, he's not. The whole time. No, no, no. 
you have a whole mic. Old, no, no. Britt, you would be the greatest podcast guest ever. They just don't know why. <laughs> How do you think he is? I think uh, I'm gonna say 42. No, 40. Okay, I was pretty spot on though. Because you about to be 41. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This year. Mm-hmm. This year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what? Give me my uncle vibes. What? Oh, come um, on. To me, though, to me. Mm-hmm. Like, what was the Great Depression like? Uh, you know, Rory, it was uh, <laughs> it was tough. It was what a lot was of. Uh, we didn't even What's have their gas. gas? Yeah, was there no, cars? We were still. We were still uh, powering off of uh, kerosols. Ker- what do they call yeah, it? I know, kerosene. It was really, yeah. Kerosene. Yeah. It was really hard to get alcohol kerosene. at that time. Yeah. Carousels. No, that's, that's how we Instagram. used to get the carousels going. We <laughs> No, the only rod we had was a carousel, and that's how we used to power it up with the kerosene. I know. I understand. My right. grandfather told me uphill yeah. both ways. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> both both ways. Both ways. Exactly. Yes. You know, I'm glad you didn't go on the Titanic. Yeah. No, I was uh, busy that night. Okay, cool. It was very cold. Very frigid. I just couldn't. Talk about a shitty boat party. <laughs> I've never, and this, and this is why people don't. People don't follow I, that. I don't fuck with boat parties. Yeah, like follow the Titanic. I never. If you, if you haven't, this is for anybody that's listening. If you're having a boat party, save yourself the time of inviting me. I'm not coming. <laughs> I'm not getting on a boat to party with people because when I want to get off, guess what? I have to stay on this boat and you're I'm swim. stuck in the middle of the water. No, with you have people. to go in the Hudson, which yeah. is salt water and fresh water. <laughs> Callbacks. Yes, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I'm not going to a boat party. I hate boat parties. I hate all white parties. What about yachts? Yacht is a boat with leather fucking tanning beds. <laughs> you can't trick me in a better fruit platter. One of my favorite a better fruit platter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's like a better what? spread. One Mons? of my favorite anti-social palooza stories ever is we did Coney Island. I should. It might have been around Fourth of July. And that. for some reason, we had this great idea to do a boat party sponsorship afterwards Ooh. and grab a bag and mind you palooza ended at 2 a.m and like the mm. boat left at like 3 a.m it was one of those that like 3 to 6 a.m shits mm-hmm. we barely got off the dock mm. and this was right around uh when uh father stretch my arms came out yeah stretch my hands you sound like you were singing a, a Jewish, no i did the uh, sample i did the sample <laughs> It like is a, Jew- a Jewish sample. So, yeah. yeah. You Thank you like for you, my yeah. vocal cords being so perfect. Yeah, I could smell the holla. <laughs> the holla. That's not. The dreidels? <laughs> I think you. I think you. Isn't holla I Muslim? He, I think he's spinning. <laughs> no. Holla bread? You holla never bread. had holla bread? That shit fire. Bread, right, right Eden? Yeah, that shit fire as hell. Eden, you look like you can be a, a good I've Jewish never boy. Been, I've, I've, I've <laughs> never been. I've never. Holla bread is Jewish, though. <laughs> so I've, ne- I've never been a Adam, temple. See, no, I don't like that. I don't like when y'all do that. Y'all think I just be saying shit now. No, I'm just making sure he does. I know Holla bread is. You know how they always do like those Jewish parody raps? How come no one's ever done Holla Back Youngin? God. We may be able to find that. I think I saw. That. I'm pretty sure that's something. I think I saw. I think I saw that. Weird I'm almost sure that I saw works. that video. And I want to know how the <laughs> rabbi remixes the woo woo. <laughs> why do all Why do all Jewish people remix all rap songs? Uh, but with that said, they uh, <laughs> they own them. <laughs> they can do whatever. It's they want. just Lior. It's no one else. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh man, this uh-huh. is great. and I think Leor does own Hollaback. <laughs> I believe Fab was on Def Jam. Yeah, we could definitely tie that back to Leor for sure. 
Uh, we were on the boat and that song played and then they started beating the ceiling in and the whole ceiling collapsed. Like it looked, oh, it looked very 9-11 like coming out of the building-ish. Like it was so much powder. Um, and the boat turned around right away and they canceled the party and we still got our deposit and everything back. And what oh. a, one of the greatest nights ever. That sounds great. Oh, the boat turned around. I didn't have to be on a boat for three hours where yeah. I couldn't get off. I got right back in a, a cab and went home. That, that sounds great With the me. money. With the money. The mm. ceiling collapsed. Yeah, what but did he do about that? I have no idea. Not your to problem. This day. Fuck that. Shout um, out to Pier 16. Before we go any further, I do want to say uh, prayers and health and healing to uh, little TJ. Uh, yes. Um, you know, we praying for you, man. You know, it's an unfortunate situation for, you know, young man like TJ, little TJ to have to go through. Um, but hopefully he heals and, um, you know, gets better. Reading a lot of rumors and shit online that I don't even want to give too much energy to. Right. I'd rather just say prayers to Lil TJ, prayers to his family, um, as well as prayers to Shaka. Um, you know, again, hearing things around him, you know, let's just hope that, you know, he continues to heal and, and get better. Two very unfortunate situations, uh, but just a reminder that life is fragile, you know? Yeah. Everything could be good today, and then unfortunate things happen, and your life has changed forever in a matter of, you know, just a you know few minutes. So prayers to the uh prayers to little TJ and his family and prayers to Shaka and his family as well. Um but yeah, other than that, man, I don't know. I guess we could we could always reconvene at a later date, gentlemen. That is true. I don't think back we have to house. you guys don't just end we're not I'm just happy here, to be back. We? I had a we had a long we had a long last two weeks, Rory. Yeah, y'all had a long we haven't months. been home. In a yeah, month. we've been to LA, we've been Mexico, Mexico City, LA, back to LA, and then Philly. New York, and then Philly before that. And it's it's been a lot. It's been a lot. So um We had a lot of us time here. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say that to say this. I don't want to see you niggas for at least another <laughs> another week. Uh, Are we invited to Big's wedding? Yeah. Wait, am I invited? No, absolutely. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Uh, yeah, I just want to, you know, we had a run. June was a uh, very eventful. June was very productive. That was a no, Eden. Oh, damn. We're not as plus one and two <sighs> at Big's wedding. Well, I'd be two. Yeah, you would be. You would need two, two. chairs. Yeah, two strong shirts. like bull. Yeah. Um, <laughs> two seatbelts. Two Prada shirts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at least at one and a half. Yeah, sure. one and a half. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, June was fun. Had a lot of fun. No, it wasn't. It was. <laughs> it was. You don't think fun, it was man. fun at all? I had fun. Oh, I'll tell you why. I'm going back to the Mexico City preparing me for. Uh, oh yes, BT, for the Media BT Hub. Awards, yeah. Call because back. Uh, in Mexico City, it as we know, we know. Uh, uh, I felt some things happened. Some things happened in Mexico City, as far as like just perspective and outlook on things, and just you know some reassuring things happen. And I think that uh, that allowed me to feel like sometimes you got to do shit that might not be in your comfort zone because, on you know what I mean? It's like, it's going to affect some some change and it's going to cause things like, okay, like, damn, like, like I said, we never did the media, the media have a BT. We don't know that some of those people in those rooms feel that way that they feel about us. Right. Yeah. For whatever reason, maybe they can't reach us uh, or, you know, it just wasn't, it was just better that it happened like that in the same room, organic, as opposed to a DM 
Sure. Or an email from somebody saying, you know, this person thinks highly of y'all, loves what y'all are doing, um, definitely wants to do some things in the future. You know what I mean? You're in the room with them. It allows for that real connection to happen. So, yeah, Mexico City, I think that that just opened like, yo, sometimes you got to just be like, man, I don't even, let's just go. No matter what it is, let's fuck, let's just go. Like, we may not want to, but in life, you ain't going to want to do shit. You ain't going to want to always do a lot of shit, but sometimes you do it and, you know, you make a connection with somebody that turns out to be a lifelong friend or even a lifelong partner. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, but had you never, you know, stepped out of the way of your feelings and emotions and ego, mm-hmm. you allow for that space for some real shit to enter and be like, oh, damn, like, I never even knew this person fucked with us like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, for Peter to walk up to us the way he did, to me, that was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I wouldn't, I never even knew you knew who the fuck I was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it just allowed for those type of conversations and. But that's, that's where my, even though I'm not come across as the, the fuck it guy of like, let's do whatever. I am very much that person. Yeah. And a lot of my successes have come from a controlled fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you (laughs) got a controlled and, uh, Absorb talent in knowing how to move in the fuck it world. Yeah. Yeah. You need that. You need to be able to say yeah. fuck it. You know what I mean? And just sometimes just go with things and do things. So. Shit. Uh, uh, how we even ended up in Mexico City and that relationship came from a fuck it moment. Yeah. <laughs> See, sometimes you got to have that energy. Like, you know what? Let's just do it. Yeah. Let's just go. Let's see what happens. And, you know, it turned out to be some really, really dope shit. So. You always uh, went to jail together. Well, I didn't feel like we were. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think I we were felt way either. more comfortable there than I have ever felt in any city in America. I was hoping they were let police. me keep the camera. I mean, I, I would have snitched and <laughs> I would have been on Vlad. Like I didn't even understand what those gentlemen were doing. <laughs> I would I would have like they're not even telling. I'd have like it's gringo. <laughs> I'd have told him. I'd have told him he's Mexican. He's acting hey, like he's hey, Irish. Hey, Canelo. Yeah, hey, Canelo. Canelo, little Omano. <laughs> Canelo Hamano. Canelo. <laughs> they would have known exactly what the fuck told, I was saying. I would have told Rory to shadow box a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Just show him. They definitely would have been like, yeah. okay, we get it. All right, we got it. it, yeah. I can shadow box, not like Canelo. <laughs> no, nothing like that. Um, definitely not. But yeah, June was fun. June was eventful. June was busy. June was productive. We made it through it. <laughs> was it busy? Uh, made it back home safe. Everybody's yeah. good. Um, yeah. Are we? Yeah. We're home so. safe. Yeah, we're home safe. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm just saying, are we good? I think, are you good? Well, are you? Are you, okay? are you trying to tell us something? I told you guys already. I told you in Mexico. Well, no, I told you in LA. I told you in Mexico. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I know. Oh, well, I mean, that's, yeah, but that's going to, you're going to be fine. Yeah, you're great. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, man, uh, cheers to a. a I was going to tell you in person. An eventful <laughs> June. Uh, cheers to an eventful June, productive June, a busy June. Um, and let's keep the momentum going and have a. A productive July and fun July, and Ooh. meet some more dope, cool people and connect. And um, and we got some uh, some a lot of dope shit on the way too as well. And hopefully, my dining room table will be in, in July as well. I ordered it from in October. It's now of the pandemic. July. He ordered it. Of the pandemic? <laughs> yeah, he ordered it in the it's, pandemic. It's July of 2022. Never getting that yes. fucking table. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my God. Um, and Damaris had the nerve to say, "Oh, I love this shelf. Where'd it come from?" I was like, "Oh, you were the one that." Ordered it? Ordered and delivered it. Oh, my God. And she's like, oh, I thought we were talking about your table. I was like, "Oh, that's in France. You're never getting a table. 
Nah, he'll get it. He'll get it. Um, so yeah, man. But um, we'll reconvene at another day. It's fucking tired. I had a long day. It's fucking midnight. I had the longest day ever trying to get back from Atlanta. You guys are in a fresh, fresh pod. Pilots was uh canceling, walking out on Delta today. It was crazy in Atlanta. So all right, so yeah, so we'll we'll reconvene. We'll get back together uh in a few days. Uh, let's uh relax for a couple days. Shower. In our own showers, sleep in our own beds, be men in our own towns, boys. Yeah. Until oh, the next man. time. I'll be at the stumble in on Saturday. Gringo. You know there was no water pressure in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to the Mondrian and my shower broke and my room flooded. What? Yeah. I couldn't get a shower for three weeks. No, that's part of it though. That's all part of the journey, man. Sometimes you gotta oh, go through the worst that. type wow. of shit. You gotta go through the worst type oh, of shit. I, I was in LA at BT weekend with no shower for weeks. You could have just showered in my shower. Nah, you gotta smell like the culture. Yeah, fuck it. Sometimes yeah, you, you gotta culture. feel that. Bro. I feel like the culture smelled yeah, way better. You gotta, yeah, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta smell like the culture. Absolutely. Um, just a so smell yeah, like Stephen Hill. We back, we back home for a few days. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's unwind, let's relax, let's have fun, and do shit that we want to do in our own homes for a few days, and we'll get back to the people. Cool. I'm that nigga, he's just ginger. Y'all be safe.